Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> I turned you on. Thank you. You're welcome. So you're starting to bring out the bottled whiskey now, Joe. Uh, yeah. Uh, and 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 I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, this is a shout out to Charlie. Neither one of us can remember which bottle of whiskey you and Lisa brought for for Paul's birthday, right? Because there's a bunch of different bottles out here. Well, we, he knows this, you love Jameson, right? That could be it right there. And it's a Jameson Caskmates. But there's another bottle of Jameson over there that's a, a single barrel, I think is what it was, or yeah, something like something. that. And I'm thinking, oh, Christ. It could have been both, actually. Actually, because I feel like we did... I think a couple occasions he may have brought in Jameson. I'm fairly certain you're right. You know what? Yeah. I think both of them were brought out there. Charlie, please let Thank us know. Thank you very much for that, regardless. But we're going Paul, to... Paul's back to... Paul, Paul now that... Now that things have died down a little bit, Paul's right. actually enjoying a cocktail on the... Yeah. Oh, it's a regular drink now. Second cocktail. Kind of now. enjoying it. Kind of enjoying you it. You would think that all what I've gone through or whatever, that all that booze over there would have been gone by now. But you're, you, it's something you told me a long time ago about yourself, which is why I don't worry about you with substance abuse. Yeah. Uh, I worry about self-abuse, <laughs> um, but uh, mostly from the hair on your palms. But no, the yeah. substance abuse thing, I don't worry about you because you've always treated alcohol as a treat. It is more it's, of a celebratory, it's a, it's a celebratory thing, thing yes. for you. It's not like I'm bummed out, so I'm going to kill kill whatever's inside of me with with alcohol. Yeah, that is really it's true, and that's good. That's it's, why that's it, a true statement. If I'm ever really, I mean, I'm talking in the dumps. I'm talking in the fucking scary dumps. Yep. I don't get drunk. No, I, I just no, stew I, I, in my own dump. I <laughs> sleep. Is that what you do? Like yeah, like like, it's a, like an escape. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a very common. Yeah, that's a normal like thing. One of the funniest tweets I read by I can't remember who it was that tweeted was I was like I just had to set my phone down and kind of go, oh, that's great. Uh, it's like you know uh, some of you out there you choose you turn to substances when you're uh, when you're depressed. I sleep because it's like practicing death. It's like practicing for death, but without the commitment. Yeah, I'm like oh okay, but that's of course right. a very common thing. And like um, I mean movies or can be a form of escape also if you're really not feeling good about you because it's a total escape. And nowadays it's binge watching television. Oh like, yeah. Oh man, like when yeah. I uh, it's like maybe three years ago, it's kind of down and out and just not in not in good brain shape, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, I watched it was January first. It was you know, it was a couple of days before New Year's. I had heard that Friends was going to hit uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. It was all ten seasons, and I'm like, I wonder if I can watch all ten seasons <laughs> in January. It's a worthy goal, right? Sure. All ten yeah. seasons of Friends. And uh, I got to do the numbers to see how long that, how many hours. New Year's Eve. Oh, it's a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, we're talking twenty. Say, t- call it twenty five episodes a season. Is it that many? Yeah, about that. Are you sure? Yeah, because they're half-hour episodes. They're 
21 minutes or whatever. I thought like 11 was a full. No, no, no. It's like 20 some odd. Okay. I think. I, I'm right. fairly certain. Uh, okay, Joe's like looking that, that up. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. So while he's looking that up, well, I'm going to talk a little bit about the California fires because here's what's weird. You've got your CNN, your uh, Fox News, and MSNBC. Those are kind of the top three, what we would call news stations in this country, which really aren't because I had to go to, and I made a post about this on Facebook, I had to go to the Weather Channel to get fire news um, because... <laughs> they, they weren't talking about the fact that <laughs> Southern California right. was burning to I'm the ground. Joe, I'm talking for hours today. You can ask Ashley, Assistant Ashley here. She was here, and I said, this is ridiculous. I said, I'm flipping around. There you call her m- Assistant Ashley like there's a... Is she Assistant Ashley or is she Assistant to Ashley? Oh. Assistant Ashley sounds like there's an Ashley that's in upper management, and then there's like her assistant is Assistant oh, I see. Ashley. I see. She's no. your assistant. Yeah, but she really does more than that. She does a shitload. I, I know she does. She really does. Um, and I, I had to go to the Weather Channel. Because Season was, 1 has 24 episodes. Holy crap a moly. So times Season 11. Season 2 has 24 episodes. Okay, so times 11. If it was times 10, it'd be 240. Season 3 has 25 episodes. Got it. You can stop talking about that. So then if it were an hour long, it'd be 24 hours a year, but it's not. It's half hour, so it's going to be 12 hours a year, including commercials. Season 4 has 26. <sighs> <laughs> Anyway, so let's call it average because I know but there's But on a Netflix, there's no commercials. There's no commercials. So it's going to be probably 20 minutes, not 30 right. minutes. Right, and, and part, of that, part of that time frame, what we should do, what I, sh- what I really should do is figure out how long the intro, uh, uh, how long the intro is. You know what we should do is have a, a better hair voting contest. Who has better hair, Anderson Cooper or Donald Trump? K.S. Mohi. What is K.S. Mohi Macho. Wait, wait, Apello... Pello is hair. Bello, Pello, Bello, or Pello in in. It's not Bello because Bello. because I told you the, the friend of mine wanted to have in the eighties. He said, you know, there should be a Hispanic bar in Bucket. Just call it El Pello Grande with the big hair. And uh, so I'm Grande. Is that back being, in the eighties, like the eighties and early nineties, when everybody yes. like all the ladies had yeah. big hair. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure a Pello or <laughs> Bello is hair. So it's like who is more more macho? We talked about that, of course. Well, so who well, Bello? Hey, Bello. That, I mean, that's like somebody who's like. Do you think Trump pretty, does his own hair though? Right? Because there no, he is. No, he doesn't. There's no way he does his own hair. It looks different there in that shot. It does look different there. I look how actually wavy. I can't talk about Trump's hair. I just can't. I can't <laughs> okay. do it. It's I, I have. Uh, who was it? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel had tousled his hair a little bit, and he's like, "It's real." It wasn't Jimmy Kimmel. It well, was, uh, now he Jimmy calls the reporter stupid. And a loser. That's what we did today too, because you can't get around this. I, but you do know you do realize. I don't want to politicize this. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, I, I'm not. I'm going to say one more thing, I and then we're, then we're going to stop. I, I mean, I'm like lost in uh, Anderson. At Cooper this point, right now. at this point, the reporters now are getting off on. Let's just see if we can piss him off. Probably they're late to the. They're two years late to the game. They should have been right. playing that game a long time I ago. I agree, but they're doing it now. So, so they're like, wait, let's all get kicked out of the White House. right. <laughs> have their credentials revoked. And have only Fox News in there, for example, it would be, because that's what it is. Okay, now we're not going to talk about it anymore. Can, please, can we? No, we can't. Okay. We can stop. All right. Jesus Christ. All right, so the okay. big hair. But now we would you see you're the one that got me off on the thing. What, what, what is fucking como se dice hair? Hair. I'm telling you, it's Bello or Pello, the big. People, we're living in Arizona. We should know this. You should know this, Joe. Yeah, but I, I've, a lot of the Spanish I learned is Mexican slang. 
Oh. And it's not like. Uh, what is hair? It just. Bello. Yeah, it is on a human with a, head. With a P? Yeah, Bello. Is it, is it two L's? P like Paul. Is it E L O? Oh, L O. Like so it's not Payo like two L's. It's Paul Electric Light Orchestra. <laughs> P L O. I never really ELO was interesting. Oh, okay, so you have this is this is why things get confusing. So you have like el pelo or pelo, which is hair yeah. on top of your head. Yeah. And then you have velo, which is V E L L O or Weyo. Which is what? Which is like facial hair or like oh. if a woman was talking about how she's gonna get her eyebrows waxed, she wouldn't say eyebrows, she would say like eye hair, eye which hair. is Weyo, which is V E L L O. So like that makes very more similar. sense than what we have. It it, it, it does make more sense. But if you're an if you're a native English speaker, you're like why is it like that? Because other languages are always going to be a little alien. But it's it's it, it's specific. It's uh, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, anyway. Okay. So friends, I was a, it was like you can binge that people can binge anything to like fill some sort of a void, and whatever void I was trying to fill was filled with friends. And I watched. I was I'm thinking like a like a week leading up to when somebody announced or I read somewhere online that all you know every Friends episode is going to be on Netflix starting January first. I made it my mission. I'm like I got nothing else going for me, and I'm a little down. Go, and out. Going for me, okay. So when was it. that? Was that last year? Two year, three years ago. Oh, that long. I think it was ago. coming up on coming up on four years ago. I have never gone back on one of my favorite shows, but I have never gone back to watch any of the Friends on Netflix. Uh, I'm not sure why. I don't know why I wanted to do it. I think it's just because I Friends was something I used to watch with my mom. Mm -hmm. uh, it started off like kind of like after my brothers went to bed, and it was you know because uh, I assume Atlanta's like this, but like back east, prime time starts at eight. Out here, it yes. starts at seven. So your okay. your your uh, prime time like Thursday night in like in the nineties was Friends and Seinfeld and Mad About You and all that shit. And somewhere in there, it, Cheers it, it was, came in to play. And God damn, you're so old. But it did. Cheers went off the off the air in the like early nineties. Yeah, yeah no. like, but it was. Like, no, it was I remember there. it was eight o'clock. Must see Thursday. Yeah, yeah, fucking. yeah. Must see Thursday and all that. Um, God, do you remember the Cheers finale? I watched it with my mom, like, and they did like the hour long thing where they were all on the stage and they were interviewed about yes. the whole series and stuff. I remember and then, the, the last thing the guy was was going to go there and he said, "I'm sorry, we're closed." Or that was like the last scene. That was yeah, it was rough. I wonder that guy who that guy was. I'm sure he was somebody. No, it was uh uh uh, uh Charles Burroughs. Oh, one of the producers or of the something show. like that. I can't remember the guy's name. Like one of the writers. Yeah, okay. uh, you you one saw the, the yeah, their yeah, names yeah. at the beginning. I think that's who it was, if yeah. I remember right. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, so I decided, I, know, I wonder if I can watch all of the Friends episodes, like all 10 seasons before the end of January. And I finished it about January 5th. <laughs> wow. Because uh, I, I... So you didn't leave the house. I really didn't. I didn't do much. Like, yeah. I just kind of laid around and watched Friends. Take a shower oh, ever? Did you just start I, smelling? I, mean, I did. You know, there was times where um, back in the day, like, if, if I'm living alone... And I wasn't planning on going anywhere unless it was like to like I would go to Safeway and I'd be kind of stinky. But if sure, I'm not, not really leaving my house too much, like I didn't fucking shower. Why waste the time and energy? Yeah. And water. Yeah, and water and all that. Oh, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah, it's good for your skin or some it is. shit. It Whatever. Is. But yeah, I watched all. I, I, it took me about 
five days. Yeah, five. I think it was done by like January sixth, maybe. But five, five, six days, and I finished all of. Oh, them. finally they're showing a fire on. Oh CNN. wow, it's on CNN, and they're actually showing a fire. It's weird, yeah. Because in case you people don't know, I'm sure most of you do, but by whatever, this is a week old, perhaps. Blah you know, blah blah. The funny thing about not funny, it's not funny. The these wildfires aren't funny. But what's interesting to me is that w- in our culture, we're so obsessed with um, uh, with celebrities and celebrity status and what they're doing and mm-hmm. at all times. And a ton of people, like high high level, like well known celebrities, have been evacuated from yeah, that fire because we were watching it on the Weather Channel, and we and we said, oh, there's that thing. They're showing all these houses in burning. Calabasas. And you and said, wait a minute, Rogan, Joe yeah. Rogan posted on on Facebook and on Twitter the other day. He goes because he not the other day earlier today he said, uh, you know, I, we got evacuated. So me and I can't remember his dog's name. Me and the dog are hanging out at the at the studio. And then, like presumably, his family's all they went. Which is basically else. a big hangar, which is not at an airport. It's an industrial park. Yeah, it's like a, a big. It's probably a big metal building. Yeah, similar to this, but yeah, probably he, has a better storefront. He store said front. it's uh, six thousand square feet, seven thousand. It's got to be bigger feet. than that. Is it? Is it that big? I mean, is that because I thought he had like a when he was doing his archery. He has a because this building's year. ten and it's eighty by one twenty five. I thought he had a longer run, like one hundred twenty five feet is how many yards. <sighs> Excuse me. 40 something. Yeah, but. Yeah, because I, I thought, okay, you know, it must be bigger than that because he has, I think he has a 75 yard range, doesn't he? His archery or something. Range? Yeah, yeah, it's it, pretty big. I anyway. Can, can't suck Joe Rogan's dick too much. So they this. got, so they got evacuated. He didn't talk about his wife or He's, his kids. He just, he just said, left them he to said, burn. Is that what it was? He said, yeah, yeah I'm sure he left his, his kids behind and his wife. And, <laughs> you know, he's no like, child left behind Bravo except the dog fire. No, it's, anyway, uh, I'm sure they've, he said, ah, you know what, go to the other house in Colorado or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I, I mentioned that to you. Uh, I said, oh, shit. Let me start looking it up. And then I remembered that, that that's where he lives. He lives near near Calabasas. And it's, you know, Calabasas only has about 20,000 people or so that live there. But about fucking half of them are rich celebrities. Yeah, and you start looking up who's in there, and you went, wow, Lady Gaga the people is that, there. The people that tweeted Mark about Hamill. Having, yeah. Mark Hamill, not. I said, Paul, I said you see who that is? I went, yeah, it's Mark a Hamill, yeah. Skate, sky skater guy. <laughs> and, and then, then we had to look him up. You started wondering, well, maybe he's right. Does he think Dorothy? Well, no, I know it's Star Wars. Star okay, Wars, fine. like, no, Luke Skywalker. That's, that's I Dor- said, that, but that's, he's got the exact same name almost. And you went, and I, I, so I googled. I just Googled Hamill figure skater, and it came back with Dorothy Hamill. And you're like, <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> But I knew who you were talking about because he's the guy. Like he's always very flamboyant, and he messes with the yes. judges. And right, so it's actually Scott Scott Hamilton Hamilton Hamilton. All right, so ridiculous. <laughs> but in that same neighborhood or that same area, the Rogan is 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 uh, Cher, Caitlyn Jenner, Kim Kardashian West, big another fucking zero. Um, but uh, what Lady Gaga? Yeah, and, uh, I don't know. There's, there's a several other there's that you mentioned. Melissa Milano. Oh, no, you said Melissa Etheridge. Melissa Etheridge is another one that lives there, yeah. There yeah. two there's, Melissas live there? Really? Yeah. Alyssa Milano. Oh, Alyssa. Not Alyssa Mil- Milano. So perhaps not two Melissas live there. Uh, there's only one. They only allow Melissa Etheridge. They only allow one Melissa per wealthy area in Southern California. Is that how that goes? I think that's how that goes. Okay. They're like, what? we, we, well, have we know to, they have regular, fuck the California, they have those stupid regulations. They like have their that. token lesbian. Their token lesbian is there mm-hmm. like with their girl power music. 
Right. <laughs> I had my lesbian friends in Atlanta said they uh, used to go to Melissa Etheridge concerts, which was really weird. And uh, You think so? Yeah. And then they, they actually, at some point they said, because they went to more than one, they actually said, we got tired of the girls throwing their panties on the stage. That's what would happen a lot. I would love to go to like, to, to to a concert and see women throwing panties on stage at <laughs> they, another they, woman. That's what they said. I, I want to see Melissa Etheridge pick up a pair of panties and go, "Thanks, ladies, I appreciate that." Like I fuck, I would love to see that. Right. That's funny as shit. Well, they they said they said we just kind of want to at this point we just want to listen to her and you know we like and all these panties are just flying. I don't know if it was like that bad. Like it was a huge. Like, like they were at a like Tom it was, Jones like it was a, concert. Yeah, it was like it was a storm. Not <laughs> unusual to be loved by any. Poof, and then they hit, get hit by a panties. A bra. They bra. I think they threw bras, didn't they? Mainly I, at Tom no. Jones. Was it panties? Really? Maybe I don't fucking. I, I don't. don't I've never been to a Tom Jones concert. <laughs> I don't own a time machine, Paul. He's you were Welsh there. You know. I thought he was Scottish, but he's I know Welsh. he's definitely Welsh. Yeah. You can tell by the way he speaks weirdly. Yeah. Apparently, he puts on a good show. I don't know, man. I, I'm never gonna. He's maybe he's dead now. I don't think he's dead. Tom he's, Jones is very much alive. Okay, I think. Yeah, I think he's been to Vegas not that long ago. Who's gonna go? Tom there? Jones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, uh, Mike, and I drove by. Uh, who's the guy? I was getting confused with Tom Jones. Guy, the Vegas guy, Wayne Newton. Oh, drove by Wayne Newton's place. Uh, it's pretty large and weird. Shenandoah. Yeah, it's not large and weird. What's funny is, is like Mike and I went to this uh, record store, which was kind of a bust because it sucked. Uh, we went to a record store and it, like over by the airport, but not in the good area by the airport, like in the bad area. There's usually a couple <laughs> like of those. Ch- yeah, cheat, you know, and they're all like that. It's like like strip, right off the end of the runway, in case, in case and, something just exactly <laughs> takes it out because well, it's right in the flight line and shit's fucking super super yeah. loud and nobody wants to live there sure. and everything's cheap. So. Uh, we're driving along. I'm like, I think Wayne Newton lives around here. And Mike's like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, no, really. He Right. I, lives he, li- he lives yeah. in, in, as we're, we start driving down, he's, oh, yeah, there it is. And he goes, holy shit. I'm like, yeah, it's Wayne Newton's house. It's like an entire block. It I really think. is. No, I'm, literally, I believe it's you know a block. No, it is. It's, it's, it's like 15 acres or something like that. It's like a pretty good spread. And yeah. the, but it, Wayne Newton bought that. When that was the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. so we can have his horses and animals and shit like that, and have like a nice spread. It's probably way out in the suburbs, it, beyond the suburbs in Vegas. Probably at the time, it's, at the t- at the time, at the time, Vegas didn't have suburbs. I wonder when he started playing in Vegas on a regular basis. Uh, that's Thirty a, years ago, whew, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, and and that area grew has grown in the past twenty years or so, twenty five years, mm-hmm. and now it's not uh, middle of nowhere anymore. He's got an airplane there. Did you know that? There's an airplane actually at his. Why would he have an airplane at his? Like uh, he can't use it. He can't taxi to the. I'm telling you right now. If you look up Wayne Newton's airplane at his home, you'll see this freaking airplane. And I don't know if it was one of his. I'm not even. It, it was kind of weird because I read about it. And I thought it's not really his, or it wasn't his, or something. But he wanted to. God dang it! There was some reason that he had it moved there for something. It was like a weird. Did you look that up? No, I was texting my brother back. Oh. By the way, shout out to Eli, who just bragged about the old fashioned he just made himself. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, we, should and I, be, we need to figure, we need to do we that here. We should do that. You're right. God damn it. Thanks, Eli. Because I just told him, I was like, oh, nice. I've got bitters, and and, got bitters in there somewhere, and I've got, what else we need in there? Orange. You need an orange. Orange what? An, an orange. An, an orange. An orange, like an orange peel. Like the I whole think. thing? Just put it right in there? Yeah, it's supposed to be, was it an orange peel? Like a yeah. twist? Yeah. 
I think it's a twist and then uh, some sugar and bitters. Old fashions are really good. I mean, they really are. They made very made made properly. They're Correct. so good. And that's what remember Leonard Interior. And by the way, when is he going to get back in the studio? No shit, it? that fucking guy. Yeah, he said. Remember, he plays down there at the uh, at the lodge down there by the river. Yeah, I know. I've gone down there and seen him. Have you? Nope. Ooh, shit. Burn. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Who's retarded now? Did you have the very? Oh, oh, oh. oh. See. Oh. Oh, she's, she's really up pulling to twenty thousand ahead. ahead. Um, we're looking at the Arizona Senate race. I wouldn't call myself a Democrat or a Republican, but I like to see a bunch of people freak the fuck out over nothing. Yeah. And that's what a bunch of Republicans are doing in this do you, state. Do you, they're freaking out. We, we talked about this, and you kind of Shh. laughed about it. No, but I'm just wondering, what? do you think it's really possible, and I don't mean po- but plausible, that some really hard right-wing Republicans that are older, if she wins, would actually have a heart attack? I think it's potentially possible. Plausible, I guess. Plausible. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think. I think that they'll just be like, oh, I can't believe it. Right. She's a. They'll call her a lesbian, but she's not a lesbian because she, she likes both. Look, I, at that. I just can't. I, I don't even read that. I can't read those tweets. I can't. I, no, I'm not. I'm not. Well, it's Marco Rubio and Donald Trump. I don't really want to read those tweets. Okay. Anyway, um, the the. What's it, Kirsten? Is it Kirsten? I think is it Kirsten Cinema? Oh, and Martha McSally. That thing. It, it just because it's not that she's only a Democrat. Uh, it, we we ran through this. It's not that she's. It's not that she's a Democrat, and she's it's not just that she's a lesbian. Woman. She's not a lesbian. She's bisexual. She's oh really? She, yeah, she came out and said that. She's, she's like a Freddie bisexual. Mercury. Right. She's doing that to garner more votes, giving men hope to be with her. That's all it is. She's pandering to the. That's it. <laughs> That's absolutely what it is. She, she doesn't want to shut out the, the hopefulness of the straight male in Arizona who lives near... She's from Tucson, right? No, she went to school. She's from Tucson. She was born in Tucson. We looked this up before I we... No, I forgot, but she didn't go to... She's from Tucson. She grew up in the Florida panhandle. She didn't go to U of A, though. She did not go to U of A. She went to... Um, she did her undergrad at... God damn it, Paul. I know. You've... You made me drink vodka, and now I can't remember anything. Here's how much I made Joe drink vodka. So I said, I'm going to send the crew home early today if you want to come record. He goes, yeah, let's record, blah, blah, blah. And then like a, 30 minutes later, a text, hey, do you have any Tito's? That's what he started out with. And you said lots. I One word back, lots. I do have now I have a lot of Tito's. And one of my f- words that I told Joe as I was making my second drink this evening was, I, what was I grateful for that Tito's what? Has a handle. <laughs> As he's like, glug, 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 glug. I'm so glad Tito's has a handle. <laughs> it's like talking on Thanksgiving. Like boxed wine. When, when we sit around at Friendsgiving this year and we talk about what we're thankful for, I want you to bring up the fact am, that Tito's I has a handle. Really th- I thought about this a lot, and I really, <laughs> the entire year, I'm very thankful that Tito's has a handle. Uh, she went to BYU. Oh, that's right. She, she's, she was raised Mormon. Which is another reason why I kind of appreciate her is that she, she calls herself a reformed Mormon. Okay. But she she was uh, she went to BYU for undergrad and she got uh, her master's and her JD at uh, ASU. And she so she is, has a master's she has a master's degree in social work and then uh, her JD in actual like judicial studies like okay. it's it's like uh, judicial law which apparently is a thing like you can study that sure. specifically. Why would it be a thing? 
Uh, I thought judicial law would is I didn't know that Just was a law. Course of, I, well, I thought I didn't know it was a course of study. Okay, like when you study to become a judge, like I didn't know that that was a thing that you do. I thought that was. I think one of the courses is gavel management. Gavelry, <laughs> just how do you place the gavel horizontally? Do you? <laughs> You're so goddamn ridiculous. Okay, hold on. Let's go to her personal life because I'm. Cinema married and later divorced her BYU classmate Blake Dane. Blake Dane. Wow. Okay. November 17, 2013, Cinema completed an Ironman triathlon. Wow. In a little more than 15 hours, Cinema was the second active member of Congress behind Senator Jeff Merkley to finish a long distance triathlon and the first to complete an Ironman branded race. On December 25th, 2013, Cinema summited Mount Kilimanjaro. Holy what? shit. Cinema is now the only openly non-theist or atheist member of Congress, although wow. she, has, she herself has rejected such labels. She has credited the government, her church, her teachers, and her family for helping her climb out of poverty. Okay. Good credit where credit's January 2018, uh, a New York man was arrested and charged with stalking cinema. It, doesn't, it says nothing about her sexuality or anything like that. Well, where did you hear she was bisexual? I swear to God, I read it somewhere. All right. I I don't know. I fucking I missed something. Maybe right. I missed something. All right. Because I thought she was gay. Not that I give a crap. I'm just. It doesn't I, matter. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's eh, whatever. She graduated as valedictorian from Walton High School at age 16. She graduated valedictorian at 16. Okay, wait a minute. I, now I kind of don't like Wait a her. minute. Walton High School? Yeah, Walton High School. My high school was Walton High. That's not Cobb County, Georgia, is it? Hold on. I'm in Walton High School. In no, in Defuniac Springs. Oh, Florida. well, I was yeah. Walton High School. I bet there were a few races like there. Walton. Remember I told you it was by Fort oh, Walton? Oh, that's yeah. right. I got all excited for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't think why. you have a chance with her. You know, I have never been back to my high school since I got the fuck out of there. Uh, I went to mine. Uh, well, no, I, I take that back. I've been to... The one I graduated from here in, in Kingman, I've been there maybe twice. Well, that's a little bit different, Since too. I graduated. And twice is not very many because you live in this town. But yeah. I'm saying I, I left there and went to college and then came back a little bit. But I never – I think I probably accidentally drove by it because a you friend of have, mine lived. You have no sense of nostalgia, though. Like, I really not, don't. You, you're not one of those guys. You just don't. Yeah. Like, I like to go and see how things have changed just because yeah. I think it – Sure. And, and maybe whatnot. But, like, I – there were a handful of times I went back to my high school that I went to in Ohio, but I never I went to got a, over it. I never uh, went to a high school reunion, not one. Um, I mean, it's, you maybe say, that's you not speak the about right in, in that, past tense. Like, you, what? Wh wh when did you graduate? Eighty one. Yeah, somewhere so, in um, the. You're coming up on your thirtieth, fortieth. I'm not going. Jesus, ever? Yeah, I know. You should go to it. your fortieth. I am never going to go. I didn't go to my 10th because it didn't matter to me. It's not that it didn't matter. I had not I had no reason to go, oh, okay, fellas, what are you up to? Well, you know, I'm divorced. Uh, I have a child who's 10, excuse me, 9, and um, I have no job and no girlfriend right now. That's what was going on in my, in my life. So it's in, like, hey, let's go advertise of, that. That'd yeah, be awesome. And, well, the summer of 2009, I had literally fucking nothing going on for me. A lot of people's motivation, from what I understand, or what I've seen anyway, and little bits of snippets on, uh, let's say, social media, because 
that's a reliable source to get all your information of from. Of course it, re- it really yeah. is, yeah. Is uh, a lot of it seems to be revenge, not to go there and beat somebody up, but go, you want to go there and, and shit, because you were nothing. Because sh- I was a fucking, what, blah, 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 and whatever. now I'm this, and I've got that, and I've got a hot wife or a husband or whatever, or I'm single and I'm awesome, and I've got this company, and I'm going to go prove and show everybody. I never, I just never, here's, here's what I am. You know, I <laughs> I can't wait to hear. No, no this is not. You this are. Is, I'm not. This is not a promotion thing at all. But I, I, I really am. I rarely. You're right. I'm not nostalgic. Stuff that I do now, even I know I've been fighting some things in the city and that kind of crap. But but I'm always thinking of kind of the next thing. Let's work on this project or this uh, product or flight or something. It's always kind of, and, it, and I don't do it on purpose. It's just like I. I rarely revisit, but I will tell you this. So, but that is kind of me, okay? But there, I know. But there's a couple of songs I've heard recently that reminded me of. Oh God! Of uh, more no, Burt Bacharach. No. I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> of uh, of uh, of uh, living in Texas, like say when my parents were still alive, or something else. It was in high school. It was weird. It was like the automatically came. Like I dreamed about it. It was like, and it was very depressing. I didn't like to think about that. It wasn't all horrible back then. I did well in high school and I had friends and did stuff, but I just it didn't feel good to me to think about that. I wanted to be you know, it happened. It's part of you. You can't help it, but it was all forward stuff. I want to move forward. Uh, well, I mean, it almost sounds like you're kind of running from stuff. Do you Maybe. want to talk about that? Or you no, I think what it is, I think what really what it was is this is like and this this is now the sounds really. I don't want to go down this path, but it's like I kind of want to go down this path. Well, no, now. it's like I I know I'm not young, really. You know, my years. Some of our listeners think that you're the young one. <laughs> Do they really? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Just kidding. <laughs> Your everybody's years are limited, obviously. And, you know, and I have fewer. In theory, I have fewer years than you do. But it, but it's like in how many theory. years? Like, it's like. Wow, it's like it's not that many years compared to what you've lived. Not you, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm the same for me, right? And that's like holy crap. And so, to me, I think thinking about future or doing other things uh, keeps your mind occupied. And maybe, maybe it is your in den- not denial, but you just not running from something, or I you don't, don't worry about that stuff. Yeah, it's I, not something that because a lot of people they they carry around that. I need to impress somebody. Right. And if you can figure out a way to let that go. Yeah. Yeah, your world seems a lot better. I, and for you, it sounds like, you, like you've like you always just kind of looked forward. But I also kind of wonder if there's some shit that you just like don't want to deal with or some shit that you remember. Like when I got molested or something? Is that what you're talking about, Jesus Jeff? Christ. I fucking <laughs> wasn't talking about that. Okay. I wonder if people it's not always about, about people jacking you off when you were a minor. <laughs> Motherfucker! I like people I saw thought. Did anybody give any replay? Did we, we lose listeners because of that episode? I wonder. No, I think we had. I think we gained some actually. Oh, okay. Of that episode, they're like, oh, right. I was abused too. Yeah. Paul's like, I didn't call it abuse. Like, we're I not gotta, starting a foundation. Like, I can't. Like, anytime you get blown or you get a hand job, that's not abuse. So, what you guys are going to do at the Cartoon Casual podcast, which means what? Are going to start a foundation about <laughs> being sexual? We call it the No Pants Foundation. <laughs> It's gonna. It's gonna. The the cartoon casual oh, no pants foundation and what it is. It's a charity. Did you a nonprofit that clothes the bottom half of children? Did you so ever they don't get molested? Did you ever find yourself waking up with no pants? <laughs> we did too. Did Please. you have an uncle that tried to touch you because you weren't wearing pants? We well, could cartoon. start. We could start a. <laughs> Our 
Cartoon Casual. Joe was trying to be serious and, and do like a PSA or something for Cartoon Casual. And he <laughs> have you ever had that not so fresh feeling? <laughs> Did you ever have an uncle try and say, oh. it's okay, don't tell anybody? Right. All oh, that. So bad. Why are we? Why? why I is, don't know what happened. This is how we deal with things that are uncomfortable, like when you were molested. <laughs> it wasn't really, didn't take place over more than a few summers. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. It's, it, 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 it's funny because it's we make fun of things and make light of things and make other people uncomfortable because right. it makes us uncomfortable. And people don't like that. People get uncomfortable. I know, by that but we stuff. talked about that, and I just—we're not going to keep going down this road. But I, again, I think it's more common than people really, really deal with or know. About, you know, I mean, you know most what I mean? people push that shit down, yeah, and then it manifests itself in a terrible way, right? And then they beat on other people that they drink to, and you, yeah, you start buying booze with handles on them, for example, right. and being thankful for booze with handles. <laughs> by the way, shout out to Tito's Vodka for right. producing. Uh, all we should really work on handles. them, but becoming yes, I would love to have Tito's as a sponsor if. They even if they only just send us a case. Right. Now that you're back to drinking, you know, it's kind of nice. <laughs> they, Speaking of. We should get them to fly out here and just stop by. And uh, Tito and, uh, Beverage himself should sell. Could I, come I, love I bet he has a jet. He could get on NetJets and uh, come out here, bring us some vodka, be on the podcast, and he would love to come out here and escape. You know what would be funny is if we asked him if he wanted. He's like, would you like a drink? And he's like, yeah, do you have any Jameson? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, we do, Tito. I would I – would, Absolutely love to make a cocktail for Tito Beverage. Yeah. Which is crazy. Because funny. Do everybody think, know that? Again, yeah. his last name is actually Beverage, but it's not spelled it's like spelled, Beverage. But it's, it's spelled Beverage. Yeah. I-D-G-E. There was like a guy that just joined. Oh, Joe actually has the bottle of Jameson. What is it? It's the Jameson Castmates. He just actually they take Jameson tilted they, the bottle back and just drank it from the bottle. Yeah. Because that's the way it was meant to be enjoyed. Well, we don't need a glass. It comes in a glass. That's true. And now you're you're trying. Right. Um, it's like we have that a new- Jameson Caskmates. We have we talked about that before. The, the Caskmates, the IPA edition. Oh what yeah. What they do is they take Jameson and they put it into a barrel that barrel aged an IPA. After the IPA has been the beer, you know, has been taken out. But that's a different version of this. You're saying, oh, that this is it. You're saying this is the that this is it. This is the IPA. Let me finish my goddamn sentence. Paul. Sorry for Jesus Christ. Sorry. See, it's been so long since Paul's had a cocktail or drank on the podcast, he doesn't remember proper couth and etiquette. Sorry. Learn to use the right fork, Paul. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, the Jameson Caskmates is where they take Jameson and they'll put it into a barrel and age it, and that barrel had some sort of IPA in it. They'll pull it out, and then they'll, you know, put the, they'll pull the IPA out and put the Jameson back in. And so Paul, that's what that's what this is. He's got the reading glasses on. Oh, there we go. IPA edition, huh? <laughs> Isn't that an interesting? Take yourself a swig. All right, I will. Get on it. Um, go on, get. But I'll bet you, uh, because you you have to, you know, because Tito himself goes around for interviews probably around the world. Oh, I'm even, sure, yeah. yeah, all the time. Every place he goes, they're going to have his Tito's are there. Oh, let's make. What's your favorite drink? Oh, we're doing this. We're doing that. And probably in the back of his mind, he's like, you know what? I just don't. Want I would love to just have stuff. a fucking just a Smirnoff ice. <laughs> like he just <laughs> not wants smear, a- not Smirnoff, but like a like <laughs> you said, like a Jameson or Smirnoff triple black. No, I, I think it would be great if he was like, I just really would like an old fashioned. I'm like, oh yeah, I got you, Tito. Oh yeah, Paul's taking a swig. It is. It's, it is slightly different. It is different. Yeah, I like it. You know, people give me shit about liking Jameson sometimes. 
That's because it's a it's the Jack Daniels of Irish whiskey. Oh, oh. it's a good to me. It's a good um, because it's available everywhere. Why? Right? It's it's widely available. To me, the quality is consistent, and you know what it is, and the quality is good enough to use on a semi-regular basis. No, you know what I mean, though. It's it's not. That's what it is to it's me. It's consistent. It's I not it. super yeah. expensive. It's there. Right. You, you not you're a, a Jameson. No, you're not a fan. I if there's no other Irish whiskey, I will take Jameson. If I had to choose between Bushmills and Jameson, I will choose Jameson because Bushmills is loyal to the crown. I'm so. not really sure how I started drinking this. I don't know. I feel like it was back when you were poor. No. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I, uh, Jameson is not the best whiskey out there. I it's didn't not it what was. I prefer. Uh, well, I mean, you have this. You have a bottle of Laphroaig 10 in there that y- hasn't even been opened yet. It's aging. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you, know, you know nothing ages once it goes in the glass, right? Oh. It doesn't. It doesn't change at all. Gotcha. It's, complete, it's rendered inert. There's no aging that takes place because evaporation not, happens. Oh yeah, well, but well, that, but but, it, if, but there's if, no aging if, if you break the break the thing, right? If yeah. You, yeah, of course. Which reminds me, I would like to go out here. I need to talk to the distillery out here a little bit more because they have a uh, some places to sit and temperature is right about now. You can go. You've had a cigar out there sitting outside. I have not actually. That's had, a really good thing. to mostly do. Mostly because I'm really really trying my best to not smoke at all. Well, you're really. I no man. I'm <laughs> telling you, like I really I, like, I have like I, you know I would like. Get a little drunk and like bum off. So I haven't had anything, any sort of nicotine in almost two weeks. I think but I, I haven't bought you. a pack. I, of I saw you out not too long ago. It wasn't even a week. It was over a week ago. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. No, it's, really. it's a tough one to fully. It kick. really is because your your brain wants like makes you like just want to have one. And I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Like and and living now, you know, living with Mike, living with a smoker, it's very it's easy. tough. And 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 he smokes a lot. Yeah. Well, and, and I just. Have you ever talked about him? Not about him, excuse me. And when you know, you know, whatever. Have you ever talked with him? Asked him if he's ever tried to quit or wanted he to quit. He has tried or? to quit. I mean, he was he he didn't he. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I should talk about it too much. I but know, like he, I know, it's personal. He did quit, and he hadn't had any cigarettes for four months, five months, something like that. And then not that long ago, he had a oh, this is like three years ago, I think. Okay. Uh, three years ago, three four years ago, and he hadn't. Uh, Smoked any cigarettes or anything, and uh, hadn't had any nicotine, and then he had you know some uh, uh, real uh, like a death in the family and all that, and it just stressed him out. And he went like that's kind of your go to is like a comfort zone, right? And uh, and then just kind of hasn't. I don't think he's tried since then. But like, yeah, that's everybody's personal choice. When you're ready, you're ready. It's it's interesting. I can kind of take it or leave it now, as long as alcohol's not involved. Like I can, I I really just don't ever smoke. Like I it, just don't. It, it's interesting how people. I mean, man, everybody's built different. I mean, it, it's it, differently. I think it's the proper vernacular, isn't it? Differently, not different. Everyone's built differently. I think it's Everyone's built differently. I don't know. I don't think there. you would ever say everyone's built different. <laughs> you sound like a hillbilly. So I remember the highest stress, or the highest, I remember the, the lowest, I mean, the most gut-wrenching emotional stuff for me was when my father died. You know, that was, it was a huge thing. And I, again, I never, well, that's not true. I totally forgot about me. Yeah, I don't know if I should even talk about this or what I did to cope a little bit. <laughs> Joe, Joe gave me a look with a, half his eyebrows slowly raising and his left eyebrow like, what did you do to cope? Who did you blow? <laughs> it wasn't like I was, it wasn't exploring 
anything like that. I can't. I can't even. I can't say it. I can't say it. You can't. How about if you promise what, what? to bleep it out? I you will tell you. Don't say the name. No, don't say no, no, the name. No, it's not, there's oh, no, there's no, there's no, there's no names. Oh, there's no Jesus names. Christ. There's no okay. names. But it's something that I did, and I cannot have it out there in public. It's was not. It, it's not that bad. Was it cocaine? No, it's not that bad. It, uh, it, I just can't have it be out there right now, or maybe ever. You can't string our listeners along like that. I'm, I can't. Okay. Well, let's forget. Let's put that part on pause. Motherfucker. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Fine. Unless you, re- you agree to, you know, beep it out. Oh, I forgot. I'm the one who knows how to, you know, edit this podcast. Yeah. I have power. I know you do. Now, this is a thing of trust. Yeah, of course. You're, you're, uh, in the uh, circle of trust. Is it a name or is it a substance? No, it's, or a, it's, a, it's, it's a, a thing it's a that thing. I, I did. It's not a name it's or a, a person. Thing. Is it a prostitute? It like, was, it? <laughs> that's not a thing, Joe. They're people. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. We did talk about the time I bought a pro. That was when my mother died, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she no, was I, sick. No, I remember now, that. No, and yeah, I you, bought you, a prostitute. You didn't but, purchase a prostitute. You rented a prostitute. But not for. Yeah, I didn't buy her. It was on the, open market no auction. But there it, was no sex. And yeah. then she ended up telling you that like this is like it, yeah. it was. It was just for companionship and for, to not be alone. We went out and to she, eat. We didn't go out like a fancy. But it was this and that. And came over to my house for several hours. Take her to Crystal. Get her like, did you guys get a no. split a twenty pack of burgers? I can't. It wasn't really fancy, but we, I can't remember. No, it was that. And and I and I uh, and she said, yeah, this is really more common than you know. Way more common, I'm sure. Yeah, because my girlfriend at the time, we talked about this. My girlfriend at the time was just over it. You know, my mother was sick for a while. It was just, it was dragging out. I was driving, <clears throat> excuse me, flying to Texas a lot, going back and forth and back and forth, and she was waning away or wasting away excuse me yeah. wane, whatever the same kind of thing and uh of this bizarre cancer you know that was a long dragged out unbelievable thing and um she was it was something like you know what i just because she wanted she wanted to go away for a weekend and go somewhere i said i can't i can't i can't do this i know i'm not going to be a good company i apologize and because now it's i was started talking about some new bad development i'm sure and she goes you know paul i just i can't talk about this anymore I can't. Well, she's a real supportive asshole. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. What's her name? Let's call her out publicly. Uh, she's actually to? tried to... Co- we talked... I'm rehashing this. She actually tried to contact me not that long ago. Wants to come out and visit. That's not going to happen. How about you take her somewhere and just leave her? I'll take her flying and make a Bombay door oh, in my airplane and just Bombay leave her in the in desert. Your okay. No. How no, about I do no, what? no. Wait. Just take her to like um, Seligman and just leave her there. It's not that far away. Yeah, it's far enough. It's far enough away that she may not know somebody who's going to Kingman. Yeah. Can't like hitchhike. <clears throat> True, it would be kind of funny. And there's no charter flights out of there, so you, <laughs> yeah, there it's are. not like she can just pay money. And be like, ah, Paul Gaines let me behind me, baby, baby. Like she can't do that. You just like leave her. <laughs> oh, you could you could go to uh, that that really shitty dirt strip by Meadview. Oh yeah, land and just yeah. be like, oh, you want to go look at the Grand Canyon and be like, dude, that is such a off. cool place. If that were paved, that would be such a cool. I would love to go there. Oh I, my I god, it's a cool. I need an airplane with big old tires on there to to land there and leave it and hang out at me. What we, you need is one of those stole kind of. Oh yeah, no, planes, no, no like, I, the, I, like a bush plane. Like no, they have in no, there. I could have the Satarbia that I want to buy anyway and put tires there and go there. How hard would it be to change out the tires on the on that thing? No, it's, it? it's easy because what you do is you have another set of wheels and tires, just like a 
car when you just yeah. kind of bolt it on more, kind of more or less. I have track tires for my Ford Ranger. I know same what you're talking kind of thing. About. Fuck off. It's a little bit more work than that. Let's but get anyway. back to what you were talking about that you you're trying to get away from it. No, you're trying to get out. Of no, it. I'm not going to tell you what I did when my father died because that was a, anyway. But I'm saying people cope differently. So people, for my for my mother, I yeah. bought a hooker. That's what I got. How I cope <laughs> without buying her. <laughs> Shout out to mom. She can't hey, hear me. Thanks, mom. Yeah. Big, big ups to moms. Yeah, but I didn't. Who also told me that I should drink more, and I am drinking more now. You so. are. And, cheers and to my mother. A, this is cheers, 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 me, Joe. Cheers to what is your mother's name? Uh, her name is uh, Karen. 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 Karen Burns. Burns. Her maiden name B U R N S. Burns. A real Burns in this town, people. Karen, K Dog, K Dizzle. Right. So my point is this: is that when my uh, father passed, and this is not going to get depressing here. I'm just saying the way I coped was just I, I couldn't eat for a long time. It was just emotional wreck of just totally spacing out and not being trying to work through it myself, which is what it was. It was a lot of, and that was it. Stayed alone, isolated completely for I don't know how many days, and at some point, waking up and just being. Believe it or not, but almost emaciated, and in ways like when it was not really knowing the last time I ate, right? But, but not not taking not taking any uh, any kind of drugs of any kind or alcohol or anything, but just. And I thought if I'm going to, and then the logic kicks in, if I'm going to continue to live, probably should consider eating. Well, and neglecting one's own. Uh, oh, what is it? Neglect is also a form of substance abuse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It really is. It's the same. It's a it's form a, of abuse. Self abuse. Not self abuse. Don't say self abuse. That that's like masturbation. It's not self abuse. Depends on how hard you do it. Depends on how hard you do it. Depends on how hard you do it. It's like <laughs> like I beat my meat like fucking Ike Turner, so <laughs> like a rented mule, like a rented mule. I think I didn't quite break Joe. Was, I, I love it. Like you could say, beat it like a mule, right? But like a rented mule. Oh yeah, it's, it's you would beat it more than a mule that you owned because you don't own it. Abuse it like a rented car. Maybe that would be Jesus another one too. Christ. <laughs> Just. <laughs> so anyway, but well, I'm saying that 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 is so interesting. I mean, it is. It's a topic that is really interesting. How everybody copes differently. Like I didn't turn to to alter. I didn't. That's weird, right? You didn't do didn't escapism. turn to alter the reality. No, it actually. The, if, if the people that know you understand completely, they, they go, "Yeah, that makes perfect sense." That Paul would uh, <laughs> not try to escape. That he's just going to beat himself up ten times more than he needs to. Oh God! And most the, people that know you would know that, and then people that know Joe, they're like, oh, "He's just going to escape." Did, and, and this was the time too when I was. It, it took months. It was every. See, we're going on this topic. It was night after night of having dreams about my uh, father. And none of them, my, everybody's different. My sister used to tell me, she goes, oh, yeah, I dreamed about dad last night. It was so nice, and it was pleasant, and it was like I almost was visiting him in a way, and da-da-da. God, my dreams were not like that. They were, they, were, they were horrific. You know, They were highly emotional in a negative way or because I didn't want to, um, not like he was on fire or something like that, but I, I understand, you know what I mean? It was like, did I ever explain to you what one of my weird dreams was? And, and it, no, I that, can't wait to get into it. Though. What's it called? One of those dreams within a dream. I know the movie was Inception, Inception. but is that actually what that's called? N- no, I have no idea. Dream within a dream. There, I have, there are I have, dreams I, within dreams, and, and I remember waking up in my dream. I would wake up, and I thought, "Oh, I've woken up now," but that was also still in the dream. In other words, I it's a couple layers deep. I went through this day after the fucking day. It was, it was bizarre. 
Uh, yeah. You follow me what I'm saying? You yeah, go no, I dream, understand what you mean. And then so now I'm, I'm in this weird reality of this whatever dream it is, and then going to bed and having another dream and then waking up out of that one going, wow, that was fucked up, and then still in the dream. and they, Oh, God. No, I remember um, I had... Uh, How was, much psychiatric help did you get after your father died? None. None. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, so good thing um, we started a podcast. <laughs> shit, <laughs> shit, shit. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I just want to tell really briefly now. So, so in one of my dreams, I don't know if it's in the dream or not, and I remember that my because I would go back and visit my uh, my stepmother and sister and Alice. My stepmother would have have photographs of them, you know, whatever in the house. And I couldn't do this. I, I could not do this. I had pictures with me and my father or next to it, sitting next to a glider or something like that. And I just, I just turned them down. I didn't want to see it. I just completely, I did not want to see it. But I remember, this is such a twisted fucking dream. I remember, I don't know if I can even talk about this. I remember in one of my dreams, I remember walking into my room, bedroom that had that same picture that I would turn down, but it was not turned down. It was him saying it's to a glider, and I remember looking at the picture, just looking at it, goes, oh, there's dad, whatever, and being kind of sad about it, but then it became animated. You know, that picture would move around, and he would actually be, and he would say, hey, son, whatever, and he would come invite me, and I would go in, I would shrink down in, go into the scene of this dream, or of this image of this picture. Into that memory. Yeah, and then standing there with him, and then him just grabbing me and hugging me. You know, it wouldn't let go. And then at some point, I realized he was, he was dead. Oh, he was so comforting. Then he was dead. But then that turned just horribly nasty. And then I would come back out of the picture. And then at some point, wake up. And it was just, I would cry myself awake. You would, yeah, you would. Oh, Jesus Christ. That, I went to that shit many, many days. That's what it was like. So there you have it. <laughs> have you ever gotten to a point where you can have any pictures of your dad around? Uh, because I don't do you, think so. You don't see any here, do you? I haven't. No. Because you told there's me that th- your dad looks like a, I've never. I've seen pictures of your dad. Yeah. But I've never seen pictures of your dad young, which because you told me he looks like a, a Robert a, Kennedy. A, looks like Robert Kennedy. Uh, it's almost like he's all dashing and shit, and he was a Delta pilot. I'm yeah. like, see, your dad was slaying so no, much pussy. I, <laughs> like he was so. I, at, at your dad some, was drank for every martini he had. There was at least one woman that he had as at, well. At some point, I will. Uh, I, I really will. Somewhere here, there's a, a photo album somewhere not too far away, and I will run across it as I'm doing something, and I'll go, yeah, Joe needs to see these photographs of my of my. I uh, think father. everybody needs to see those photographs. It's not er- everybody. Not everyone. Not, yeah. e- not everyone, but I, I, but it, it, I think it would be good for you. Yeah, so those, those were the – anyway, so the, back to the original point, is everybody copes differently, and I just went through this personal kind of hell with, of without drinking through it or something. I don't know why. It wasn't a choice. It was like I didn't feel like drinking. I didn't feel like it was just it's just weird. But some people are on the opposite end of that. They're like when they hear some bad news, fuck it, grab a bottle or something. Of course, yeah. And go that way. And I don't know what that you know. But that's, that's just escapism. A, and I think that for you, I think it's the thousands uh, of dollars you spent. Uh, you all right over there? Yeah. No. Just I just yeah. No. It is escapism. Everybody. No. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm fine. You're, well, and that that puts you kind of above. Some of those. I don't know. I don't know if it's a. It's it's not. Necess- I don't know. I don't know if it's above. I think it is because it, it's just it, different. If you're escaping, yeah. 
That's not a way to cope. But I'm still no, kind of like, escaping now, you, right? Because all of his, his pictures aren't around. I don't have. I uh, have stuff okay, of his. Okay, there's a there's a healthy way to escape things, and there's an unhealthy way to escape things. And it, trying to escape it at the bottom of a bottle or some sort of substance where the problem is still there the next day. And then you have all the health problems and mental health problems and everything associated with like copious amounts of alcohol, which I'm, I'm not saying that I don't, uh, uh, I don't, that, that I'm above any of that. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that, that those things exist. Um, I feel like it's a healthier way of escapism maybe is to not have pictures of your dad around rather than getting fucking hammered all the time Yeah, to deal with his death. And not having pictures of him around, which is so might as well not have the health health care, excuse me, <clears throat> the health consequences of diving the bottom of a bottle or pills or whatever, whatever yeah. the escapism may be, you, you know, some like you said, different people cope in different ways. And that's a coping mechanism. Right. And then what you but were there's say- healthy coping mechanisms and there's unhealthy. Right. And then what you're saying was true, because most of the time, if I if I'm in a happy mood or want to celebrate something, then that's when I, I like to really, really party. If something big has happened, a big celebration, you know, that kind of thing, yeah, then, I, then, like I, then a, I will drink. That first, uh, I remember one of the first times that we ever, uh, that you ever did uh, with your airport fight, the first victory that you guys really had, we went to Laughlin, not Laughlin, uh, Havasu to go watch a movie. And that was back when we would go into Havasu and we went to uh, College Street. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're sitting there, and it was like me, uh, me, uh, you, and Mike. Maybe, might have, might maybe have just Steve. been the three of us. The three of us, maybe. Maybe Steve. And uh, you ended up, we had, you had a couple Jameson doubles, and we had some beers and food, and da da da, da And then you just picked up the tab, and you're like, it was a really good week. Right. I had a really good week. We had right. you know, this and da-da-da-da. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. All right. So and, and, it was, and, that, and that's, uh, it's nice. Yeah. So I guess the problem is if you are coping with a lot of booze and probably when you stop drinking, then you probably haven't gotten anywhere. You haven't processed. Maybe you haven't processed anything. It's like the, you know, that's all of that. That's and I, uh, I'm trying to think of anybody who listens to the podcast have known me that long. Josh Gagno, Ryan Fruworth. Those guys were with me, uh, with me. They well, they were with me through thick and thin, thick and thin, thick and thing, thick and thing. That's so one, one, one of the shout-out. Oh, no, here you go. Are you sure you yeah, want to have another drink wig. Jameson? Yeah. Thick and thing. Thick and thing. <laughs> Are you sure you're not a pilot? <laughs> oh, man, you should finish that cocktail. We'll go for a flight. <laughs> it's night. Shh, don't tell anybody. It's nighttime. Yeah. Nighttime. Perfect time to drink. No, Anything that's uh, going to happen bad is going to happen out there. No, Ganyo and Fruworth have... <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, Captain Ron approach to flying. <laughs> if anything bad's gonna happen, it's gonna happen out there. Uh, it's good to have incentives, boss. I learned that in rehab. <laughs> <laughs> that that <laughs> movie's full of a bunch of good one-liners too. I love Captain Ron, both the person, <laughs> the character, and the movie. Yes. Uh, no, Ryan. Uh, both Ryan and Josh have been around me. Uh, they they've been f- there for me through thick and thin and th- <laughs> <laughs> thick and thin, uh, all the way back to like prior to uh, going through divorce and separation with uh, Portia's mom and all that, which was arguably one of the tougher times of my life. Sure. And I was diving to the bottom of the bottle because it was an easy escape, and I had just kind of learned that uh, when you're having a shitty day. Three drinks is going to make the day a little bit better. Ten drinks is going to make it be awesome. And I, I 
actually cannot honestly admit that I think that I may have had a problem not quitting alcohol just with abusing it and uh, yeah. you know so I would call myself an alcoholic but I definitely had a problem because I was drinking a lot it was uh and it was never like four or five drinks and then get hammered and go to sleep every single night of the week it was Wednesday through Saturday big parties at the house and getting oh, drunk okay. and all like all right. just all that stuff it wasn't like wake up in the morning and I couldn't it's not like I had to have a drink to start the day it was just drinking a lot and mm-hmm. as Josh will <laughs> I I can't wait until this uh until this episode uh, goes out there Josh will text me and just be like gin because that was my <laughs> I discovered your go to I, yeah. I fucking love gin I still love gin to this day yeah but you know so 17, 18 years ago when, 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 uh, um, you know, no, it wasn't that long ago. It was, it was, it was 16 years ago or so when, uh, the, the ex-wife and I split up, that was about the time that I discovered Seagram's Lime Twist gin, oh. which is kind of a low rent gin, sure, but it comes like pre-injected with lime and it's so fucking good with seven up. Sure. And I'm telling you right Quick now. Quick and simple, yeah. The absolute drunkest I've ever been was probably, I was, I think it was, I know it was my birthday. I want to say I was 20, I think I turned about 24, so it would have been 2005 or so, maybe 2006, 20, 24, 25, and I had a handful of friends who listened to the podcast that were there. They remember, but it was my birthday, and it was my buddy threw it. What birthday year? 24. 25, I think. Now they think, I think it was 25 or 26. When I turned 25, I have a lot of people, usually my stepmother would constantly call me and say, you're a quarter of a century. I'm like, thanks. Thanks for that. Like you're yeah, more than that. (laughs) I know. Although it was your stepmom. Wait, your stepmom's only about 15 years older than you, right? Like, isn't she? Wait a minute. Isn't she? I thought she was kind of young because I know she's a bit younger than your dad, Probably somewhere around there. Yeah. Is she 70? Yeah, she's over 70 now. I, I mean, I, I don't want to speak. Yeah, I, met I think Alice she's 72, Alice, or th- 72 or 3. Alice is a... Who was the youngest 72, literally the youngest 72 or 3-year-old that I know by far. When I met her, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I met, That was a long... That was f- over five years yeah, ago. Yeah, but she I, looks, I met her before looks the and acts the same right now. She She's very active. And she's that, spry. She's kind of tall and like lean. Like yeah. She's like, yeah. That's not a dumb, dumb thing. To, uh, people say, wow, she's the youngest 72. Like they're still kind of old and weird yeah. and feeble. No, that's not her. She's like, really? How old Wait are you? That's now, horse baloney. Not as old Dallas Alice listen to the uh, podcast. She does or not. Or? Oh, that's she too bad. Not. That's too bad. She listens to any podcast. Oh, I was going to say. <sighs> no. What if I like took your stepmom out for a date would you be i don't care that'd be all right i don't care i wouldn't care Are you sure i wouldn't care you sound a little bothered by it <laughs> i don't Are you care sure if we spooned a little bit start drinking no, no i'm fine <laughs> but now you're i'm like, gonna start drinking on a regular that's where, basis that's where you say you're not real my you're not my real dad <laughs> <laughs> yeah after you know, two tears away from my real mother two tears away you're not my real. You're not my second or third. You're not my third real dad. Third real what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yes. No. The drunkest I ever was, I think, it was 20, 25 or twenty sixth birthday. The, the one of my good friends, uh, Chris Carstens, uh, is his name. Chris lived on the same street I did, but on the other side of Stockton Hill Road. I was on the nineteen hundred block. He was on like the seventeen hundred block. 
So it was kind of a straight shot to walk. And I'm like, oh, this is great. We'll be able to walk back. And then it'll go over and there. Walk in a straight, in a straight line. Straight line down the street. <laughs> like, I mean, it forces you to walk in a straight line yeah. because the houses are in the way to keep you from getting too crooked. And I'm sure you've been, this is probably one of those moments where you're going to walk in a, try to walk in a straight line. And, pro, and I've done this before too. And we've all done this, right? And, and stop and just, <sighs> we just focus. All right. I'm going to walk. Now I'm going to walk straight. All right. All right I'm going to do this. And as you take one step, it goes 90 degrees <laughs> to the left. Uh, I'm going to breathe. I'm going to breathe some more. Which I, which I've, I've done that. A lot I, of, because breathing right oxygen should help. It, in it theory. should help. You're oxidizing the alcohol. That's yeah. how your body processes it and metabolizes alcohol. But it's still. Normally a three minute walk is 30 minutes. Because oh, I was stopping. found down. I was found down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I left Chris's house. I'm like, I'm going to go home. And I did the Irish exit. Typical. Typical Joe. Walk out the front door and I'm like, either I'm going to throw up or I'm going to go home and pass out in my bed or both. It's kind of a race. I need to fucking get you, out of here. Your body's like in a race. Throw up or sleep. Throw up. Well, and in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, nice brisk walk home at the, sure. at the end of April when it's 45 degrees. Be refreshing. Would be, be good for me. So I just leave. Now, at the time, I had a girlfriend that lived with me and all that stuff, and, and I should have let her know I was leaving. Plus... 40 or 50 friends that are at the house and just getting wasted and should have I should have said oh, I'm out thanks guys and been, been a mature adult but I'm more like I need to get home I got to I think right before Pizza Hut which is right there on Stockton Hill Road and I was about 100, 100 feet from Stockton Hill 100 feet and it's funny you say that it was like 100 feet from Stockton Hill I fucking sat down in someone's front yard <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, this is it. <laughs> and you, put I, those, you put the flag in the ground, and that's, that's your territory. I claim this in, <laughs> for Josylvania <laughs> tonight. Tonight, that's my property. Oh God, this is my birthday, and I claim your house. <laughs> uh, but luckily, uh, the girlfriend at the time, Alex, was her name. Uh, was her name? I think it still is her name. Actually. I hope it's. Yeah, she's not passed. It might away. still. Be, you know. She, you know. She might be dead. She might be uh, addicted to opioids, so she might have overdosed. Oh! Shout out to Josh for the warning early on in those years, and I that I did not heed. Thanks, Josh. Yeah. But her and Josh were in his, in her car because she was somewhat sober. And uh, found me as they were driving down the street because <laughs> they saw you in someone's Joe yard. Joe searched twenty fucking. Well, I don't know. It was two thousand six or something yeah. like that. So uh, they found me, not passed out. I was just sitting there. Like, were they what? looking for you, or they, they just were, were no, driving they, and happened no, to see? They were absolutely looking for me because oh, okay. I left the party and okay. And they knew like, you were. I'm sure they really were really like, trashed. Where the fuck is Joe? Yeah. Well, then later on the next day, so so I get home, and I've been drunk and wandering, kind of drunk before. But not so drunk that I had trouble getting up off the ground. Okay, good. So what happened was is I, got, I was able to stagger. Uh, they got me up and got me into the car, and I got to the house, to my house. And I got out of the car, and I fell down, and I tried to stand up and fell down again and kept falling down. I could not stand up. Wow. I Luckily, there were no steps to get into my house because I crawled from the carport. They opened up the door. I crawled in to my house and crawled into bed, and I like ended up waking up in the middle of the night with a like a bowl next to the bed that they probably yeah that they put there so then the next day uh i get a phone call from josh who's like hey man how are you feeling i'm like fucking like dog shit he goes just to let you know uh those uh 
gin and the gin and Seven Up was way stronger than I normally would make it for you. Like, I'm like, what really? do you mean? What do you mean? He goes, I was actually making like double strength cocktails when you're asking me for something light, and uh, that was my fault. I'm like, you fucking dick. But that guy doesn't apologize for any. He never yeah. does. Like, it's just uh, one of those things. He's like, yeah, eh. and girlfriend was so fucking mad. Like everybody was mad. Not everyone was mad, but this, some people were mad at me. This reminds me because people do this, right? They take you home or whatever, and they make sure you're okay. You might have a bucket or a trash can or something there. And really, there should be a proper vessel designed to puke in that doesn't either tip over or doesn't have this big splash that comes up and leaves the... You mean like a chamber be, pot? Yeah, like a chamber pot that's properly designed with fluid dynamics. <laughs> right. There, like, there really should be a puke container there. I bet that's sellable. That is sellable. Let's think about the uh, 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 cartoon casual brand. Wow, container. that could be yeah. That's not a bad idea. Did I tell you now that there's a, a guy in town? I told you about this who, who does plastic mold injection not in town here in the industrial park that now I'm kind of semi friends with, and he can do mold injection, so we can crank out these fuckers. I love this idea. Yeah. Do you think maybe he can make a uh, uh, a tamper for the coffee? Yeah, but that's a me- you want to do metal though, right? Steel, metal, brass, metal. bronze, copper. I'm or okay something. with doing plastics or something like, like that. Like a cheap version, like a, a quick version, like a hand outable version that, like a prize. Hand outable version, hand, hand, like a prize. Yes, if we're, like if a if prize. we're doing yes, like a location, prize. non-location. Yeah, we get a prize. You get the uh, espresso, the cartoon, casual brand. Uh, you know, uh, what's it called? That's, a, that's, a, that's espresso for espresso, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's take a break. We haven't had espresso. Okay, I need to make some more coffee too. And more booze. Yeah, we need a couple drinks, and we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more Cartoon Casual. I've been walked by the rain, driven by the snow, I'm drunk and dirty. Don't you know, but I'm still willing. I'm 
We are. We are. And Paul was reliving the golden days. He was just I, talking about, about how, how I don't look back. You don't look back. You're like, I Boston, don't look back. Don't look back. Like, the song, Boston. Don't Look Back. Don't Look Back. I don't know. I, I don't. And then what happens? And what happens while we're the on universe, break? Because the universe is fucks with you because the, the universe, universe says, oh, wait. Really? You, you don't, don't look, look back? back? And your buddy was his name, George? There's, I have George, a couple, couple Georges George w. in there. Not George W. Bush, but George W. Right. He... Okay, so back in the early 80s. Very early 80s. I lived on a uh, kind of a compound <laughs> plantation. Compound. Plantation. Oh, yes, Massa yes, Paul. Yes, Massa. You have Massa Gaines. <laughs> no. Anyway, what, yeah. Roswell, Georgia? It's a Roswell, Georgia, Roswell, Holcomb Bridge Road. We call it the farm or the whatever. Let's go out the farm. And we rented this place, probably 10 acres. It had a kind of a ranch-style home with a lot of acres in the front and then in the back. There was a corral, a horse corral, and then behind it were the a bunch of stalls. That someone had a a place there that whatever. And well, they had and, horses. They were horse people, right? Yeah. So there's a anyway. They rented a, it to you and right. A we bunch of your mystery there's a bunch. Friends. Yeah. So so and I ended up working on aircraft there. I ended up pouring a concrete slab in the horse stalls and working on. It was God. It was just cold. I I insulated it and and threw a bunch of heat in there and just tried to keep going and make money. While I was going to college, fine, fine. I was rather resourceful back then. Sounds like it. Yeah. So, and then uh, my buddy George, who also rented it with me, said, "We get this big corral out here. We need to, because um, we fucked around with cars and did donuts in the dirt because you're a kid, more or less." And he goes, "And the skating thing started getting. It was like early '80s. Yeah, skateboarding. So, yeah. skateboarding he said we should yeah. build a half pipe out here. And I went, "Really? I'm trying to figure out where the hell he came up with that idea." Because in the early, I mean, super early eighties. We're not I talking like they say early eighties. We're not talking about like eighty four, eighty five. We're talking mm. eighty two, yeah, eighty three. And I don't remember you because you barely saw. I, I, as far as I know, like you barely saw skateboarding on MTV, right? And I and remember nothing. None of the skateboarding movies had come out at that point or anything. Like, how the fuck would you guys? You bunch of hillbillies in, in right, North so Georgia. How the hell did you know? Ten about that? years or. Eight years prior to that, I was doing skateboarding, but that was before the proper skateboards came out. You know, the wood ones with the flip tail and the the wide big ones. This this is this was plastic molded shitty fucking skateboards. Right, big wheels, short wheelbase. Oh, it was that. awful. Like, I, so I, I did that. I, I did a lot in of Dallas? that in in Texas. Yeah, yeah, okay, the Dallas area. So right. so I did some of that and was having fun with it. And then uh, there's a whole lot of detail that needs to be left out, but. So we did that, and now and now the skateboarding thing in, in SoCal is starting to happen. You know, I guess with the with the wider wood plywood, right. and I was in the composite still back then. So we were fucking around with some composite skateboards in eighty one, eighty two. That's crazy. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. Oh yeah, no, okay. we, we were yeah. So so that was an interesting thing, also, right? For anybody, that can know, I don't know anybody's paying. No, but, it is but, kind but, of interesting, like that that you're that now you work on these fucking plastic airplanes but the truth the truth of the matter is the best skateboards still are plywood i think i think mike uh yeah i talked about this before is that the strongest and best ones were or are um 
there's some sort of composite, usually a fiberglass with two pieces of plywood. Okay, so it's a combination. Either, yeah, on, on, on okay. either side, so it's like a sandwich. Okay. Uh, mm, yeah, sandwich. Mm, sandwich. Because they're flexible. Yeah. Which gives you some, especially with uh, uh, um, what should we call it, uh, like vert, like you're talking about, like ramps. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the vert ramp or the half pipe, gives you some sort of flexibility, which gives you some thrust. Yeah. You're flexing. Oh, yeah. So, anyway. So, what happened was my friend George, who we all run this place out there, and we were working on different weird projects and a handful of people living out there. And I was going to, um, uh, I'd already, I think I'd already left Auburn at that time and went to Germany and came back. And I was going to Southern Tech or Kennesaw State. I don't remember, but he said, we need to build a half pipe out here. It's a perfect place. It's flat. We can do this. And I've got some other friends of friends, and they want to, we should just build this half pipe skateboard thing. And I went, all right. Because, I mean, the space was there. It was you saw the photograph. Yeah, no. The which, by the way, we will share. We will post. It's going to make it to the cartoon yeah. casual yeah. website because while it is blurry and you can see yeah. that it's definitely taken with thirty-five millimeter film on the shittiest camera. It's like a Sapruder film, kind of Kennedy it back and to the left, <laughs> back and to the left, back and to the left. But it, but you can see that it is like it's it, it's a it, real it's a, half pipe. It's, it's a it's a bitch and half pipe yeah. because it's got like you can and you can see it's a it it's not just a cool half pipe. It's a professional level half pipe because yeah. it has a drop in on one side that's about looks like three to maybe five feet higher than the other side yeah. to get extra momentum. And that's split level on one side. Which, yeah, which, no, I remember that. Yeah, that's so there yeah. was. So I I didn't do a whole lot of the initial construction because I was busy doing my thing with the toy airplanes and stuff. But I was there helping some, and then we talked about finishing the surface. No, that was a big debate, and everybody's yawning right now. But but so we used a gel coat, which was a surface like a boat gel coat, which is also on some aircraft. Yeah, but you know what? I, I there some people might be yawning, but God damn it! Like I guarantee you, Ed man. And Ryan yeah. Ackerman, they're they're gonna be like, holy shit! Sweeney three. So we need to tag a bunch of people. Yes, we in, do. In this, we make a post on I, this. I'm kind of excited. Like I, I I remember you talking about this, and you said half pipe. I'm like, okay. Yeah, like right, sure. And now you've seen it. And now I've seen it. And I'm thinking, I, I knew that it was. I knew that you guys had built one. I just didn't. I yeah. didn't think it was gonna be that advanced. So so what? So anyway. we built this thing, and my friend George, who's still a good friend of mine, we're talking about. All right, now what do we do? He goes, well. I have these other, because he had other groups of friends too that I didn't really hang out with. I was doing my thing. He was doing his thing. He goes, yeah, man, they could come here and practice with it and do this. And then I, th I can't remember how it happened, but he said, they can get, because this is so cool, and they've sent pictures back then, people. Here's how it went. You would take photographs, and you would actually mail pictures to people. Mail. There was no. Like email? No. <laughs> Mail. Tell like, me, Grandpa. <laughs> like you put a stamp on it? Exactly. Put, put it in the mailbox? Stamp on there. Yeah, in the mailbox. And Holy you would, shit. Then you would wait days. You know, phone calls could happen between the West Coast and the East Coast back then. If days. The, if the You'd phone wait. lines weren't broken, but you could... <laughs> You could get then you people come back and email whatever phone so, phone line phone, phone it's phone weird phone line yeah 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 it's weird so fuck you I had a fucking party line when I was like ten years old <laughs> no I remember like being I'm part not of that a, young god damn yeah. it anyway so um just kind of fast forward we built this thing it became a party place so initially what we did because I worked because it's also out in the middle of nowhere it is I worked at right. Domino's Pizza. Yeah. Uh, back then, going to college, one of the colleges I went to, and uh, there were there was this one small franchisee. It was small. He owned like I don't know fifteen 
or 20 dominoes. That's and a the, dude that's got some money, though. Yeah, he, yeah. his name was uh, Tony Aridia. Hey, his name ended in a vowel, so I'm not saying. Yeah, he's like, hey, Tony uh, Aridia. I'm not where his money came yeah. from. <laughs> but he owned a lot of fr- so. I would say he did not profit from the, uh, the USSR pizza. Yeah, no, he wasn't one of those. <laughs> so we, uh, the way we marketed this thing was like, let's have some parties. Let's just we have we're out in the middle of nowhere. People can get You've drunk. Got party Central. It's middle of nowhere. Right. Beautiful all, all girls the, could come and show up. Guys, sure. Show up with their skaters. Yeah. People supplied beer. You had somebody taking pizza, uh, by know. the way, because we're Domino's pizza oriented. Of course. So a shitload of pizza just showed up all all and, night. And how did you market the place? We marketed by actually printing flyers. There's a place that there's places that actually print paper, Joe, that have information on there, like a sheet at a time. Paper, you mean like from trees? Yeah, from trees. It's rough. And so okay. we printed up, I don't know how many fly, I can't remember, but we said, here's what we're going to do. We're just going to print up a whole shitload here, and, and we're going to give them to, because what would happen, there would be commissaries for Domino's, and you would, you would, you would meet people, because in the morning you'd go get your dough and your cheese and all these things. Oh, you guys the, didn't get deliveries from like Cisco oh, or no, something like that? Oh, no, no. You drove oh. with your Domino's pizza trucks to the commissary, which was in that county or a few oh, counties. Oh, no shit. In the morning, get these deliveries and stacks of dough and stuff like that. And so what you would do when you got there, there were all these other people from the other Domino's uh, uh, locations around the county and even a couple other counties. You say, hey, man, we're having a party uh, two Saturdays from now. It's a big, yeah, what is it? Keg party, 10 bucks, all the beer you can drink, and there's a big half pipe there, and blah, blah, blah. So you have the information written there. $10, yeah. all you can drink in 1983? Yeah. Jesus Christ, Paul. It's like, oh, I'm not really attracted to like $100, all you can drink party. I think it was 10 bucks. Yeah, 10 bucks. Jesus Christ. That's a lot of money back then. I know it was a lot of money back then. Like, why would you pay $10 for all you can drink back then? Because it's the middle of nowhere, and you can all you can drink beer yeah, and fair watch. Enough. All right, it was, fine, no, it was a big deal. So, uh, so we... Everybody went great, and we. So you're at the distribution center or whatever for the local right. area for so, Domino's. So we use you know, a lot of Domino's are used for like distributing weed, for example. I've heard that people would deliver. Yeah, I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. Um, little Caesars, there's a Little Caesars in Reno about 15 years ago that got busted. It was a franchisee that, that the <laughs> the guy the guy owned I think like 12. Mm-hmm. Maybe fifteen little Caesars, and he was using it as his weed distribution network. And sure. every single, every single general manager at each little Caesars was in on it. And they weed, got cut. weed but goes anyway. with pizza. Well, yeah, that, it's that's perfect. How that works. Yeah. Anyway, so you, so you had a commissary. You didn't have a. You didn't have Cisco Foods or right. Shamrock or somebody drop off your shit. Right. It was. You guys right. so left they would, your own so, place and we, went to a right. central district. So all those area. people had like, uh, let's say, 30 employees. You had a bunch of drivers, a bunch of call girls. Yeah. And I told you we called them call girls. Yeah, uh, by the way. Because that was they, funny. They, call them, they called them call girls. I'm fairly certain we called them call girls at Little Caesars. Uh-huh. And they answered the phone, too. Yeah, because yeah. they answered the phone. It's funny. They're call girls. And they're yeah. usually underage. They're usually high school girls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I remember that. Fine. So, I'm not immune to that. I'm so sorry. we we eat, we gave each one of these people like a hundred copies of this of this flyer, distributed out, and then we bought a bunch of kegs of beer. And you were asking because you're a beer person, and we all are now. But it's like, dude, this is before craft beer. And you asked what it was. I don't know. I, I was kind of wondering how much, a, how much a keg of beer costs because, honestly, you know, uh, let's see, what is it? Uh, 2018, 10 years ago, 15, 15 years ago. When 15, maybe 17 years ago, when a lot of my friends were underage and I was just barely 21, 
I was the guy who, like, the guy, like, there were people at Smith's, which was the only place at the time that would sell us kegs of beer. <laughs> For real. Like, you that's, could you'd go hilarious. in there, like, a week before you want to have a party and go, I need to order a keg of beer. And they look at you like, okay. Young guy. Do they still sell kegs on. of beer? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah you can All do right. that. I mean, it was Bud Light or Miller Light sure. or something like that. And uh, truth be told... There were times, this happened to me twice. So Smith's, uh, I used to go into Smith's, and uh, or I would call them and say, hey, listen, I need to get a keg of beer. Okay, for what date? This date, this time, and this is my last name. Okay, you have to come in and pay for it that day. Fine, no problem. And they would get it, and I would sh- I would get there. Wait, and- so they, they wouldn't demand the money ahead of time? No. Wow, they that's kind of weird. It. Well, they would order it and it would sit in their cooler. It, like they, it wouldn't any, go bad for nobody, a while. It's not going to go bad. Yeah. Like if they, if anything, they would. It would just go back to the distributor because all it was was like the local distributor bringing it to Smiths to okay. sell. Because uh, because I couldn't purchase it from the distributor because now I understand uh, three tier selling laws and purchase laws and whatnot mm-hmm. when it comes to then. But but back then I didn't know. So uh, the, twice it happened to me. I went to Smiths and said. Uh, Showed up, showed my ID, and said, yeah, I should have a keg here. I ordered on this date. Here's my, you know, whatever, confirmation number. And they go, we don't have it. Oh, great. Is that intentional? uh, Well, no, I don't think so. It definitely shouldn't have been because it cost them money. Okay. And I said, well, I've got a whole party of people back, like, like, that are, are, I've got a whole party of people that are waiting for this. Well, I don't know what you want me to do, and I'm like, you need to call the general manager. So the general manager would come out, and the guy was Abe. That was his name. It was Abe? Mm-hmm. I have I know he's a Middle Eastern guy. I don't know his nationality or his last name, but Abe was the shit. He was the general store manager for Smiths for a decade, mm-hmm. and Abe hooked me up because one time I we ordered a keg of Miller Lite, and he said, "Listen, I don't have a keg of Miller Lite." But I have a keg of Bud Light, and I'll give it to you for half price. Okay. So we got a keg of Bud Light for half price. All right. And half price was like 50 bucks, and we still charged the same amount. Sure. The other time, I ordered two kegs of Miller Light, and neither one of them showed up, and he gave me two kegs of Bud Light for no charge. For another party, wow, blew my mind. I'm like, I, he goes, this so "You're like a customer for life now." Well, because it was like it was like within three or four months of each other, and he remembered me, and he's like, "I don't know why this keeps happening. I'm so sorry." And uh, that's kind of fu- that's I, a I simple hope, thing you would think. Too. It I, is I don't a understand. very simple thing, like you you think because it's odd. It's not like ask, asking for an extra case of beer when they already get thirty cases. Yeah, of beer. it's it, it's asking for a keg when they only get two kegs a week. Yeah. So anyway. But yeah, the oh, but but I I just wonder like you guys got you had keg parties out there, yeah, and you have like how. But here's what's weird too is that it's it's hard to plan because you don't know what's gonna be like. Um, but my my friend, the manager of our Dominoes, was a really cool dude, Rob Cuts. I wonder what he's doing nowadays. This Robbie Florida, Cuts. He was the guy that would sail. Remember I told you about his he and his father? They were sailors on Lake Lanier, uh-huh. and he was extremely precise. And we go in the middle of the night with just a almost no breeze and sail this whole big lake and he would come in without I said there's no wind man we're gonna have to 
drop the motor and come in. He goes, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, I don't no, think so. No, we don't do that. <laughs> and so barely, and he anyway, would let out a little more or something like that and just barely yeah, get it in. Yeah, it would take us a long time to get back to the dock and where he was moored, but it was like. But he he refused to drop a yeah, motor. I oh, love yeah. that. That's I, yeah. I like that guy. Pretty badass. Uh, and uh, cool, a cool guy. And, uh, and He was uh, the one. Didn't, didn't you tell me that he uh, just. He got about five seconds behind the lead, or five seconds behind somebody in the race, and was like, "Yeah, nah, let's go drink beer." Yo, he and his father were, and his father was a writer for Atlanta Journal Constitution, which was the big paper in the Atlanta area. And so he knew, and he yeah, he belonged to the sailing club on Lake Lanier, and they would say every once in a while they would whatever Lake how Lanier, often. folks, is like a humongous fucking lake in, in, was it North, Georgia? in North North East, East Georgia suburbs of Atlanta. Yeah, which if you look on honestly, if you look online. Uh, because of all the money that is sunk into that area of Georgia, yeah. there's a lot of money there, and that means there's a lot of sailboats there. So when I right. look at like used sailboats, that comes up the, sometimes. The east, not sometimes. All the time, Lake Lanier? All the fucking time. Okay. It's constantly Lake Lanier. So yeah, anyway, I, went, I went racing yeah. with him, which I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I said, look, just tell me what to do. And so we would start out, and if he didn't get a good start, because he knew he was competing against. And he, he was pretty competitive, but he was also a partier too. So like we would start out and be like second or third place. He goes, we're not going to beat those guys. So he, with, before the first lap is over, he like pulls off. Fuck it. And we go behind behind this island, and they start rolling do, rolling doobies. He and his father would start rolling up fucking blunts. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Yes, and they would sit back there, drop anchor, and get drunk and smoke oh, fuck weed. It. Fuck it. <laughs> We're this, not even going to win. Right. So this is 1982, three or whatever, and he's smoking weed with his father, and they're hanging out. <laughs> uh, who was this again? Uh, Rob Cutts. He was a manager of Domino's Rob Pizza, Cuts. who was the one that said, here's how we're going to do this party, man. It's going to be awesome. You know, he was, and, and it was, and it was. So, But you don't know because you don't get any feedback. Well, I love that you use the uh, Domino's distribution network. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the DDN, as it were, to to distribute all your <laughs> for big parties, for your big ass parties, and these parties were epic, Joe. I really were yes. they though? Yes, yes, they were out of control. Epic, epic. So we had a few just keg parties, hang out, come out there, drink, pass out if you want, camp, sleep in your car, sleep in the house, sleep in the barn, whatever you want to do. Just don't you – be. it wasn't too much drinking and driving back then. No one really cared so much, but still people passed out a lot. So then then my friend said, we need – we've got some interest here. My, my skater buddies know some people on the West Coast who would love to come out and do some demos, and they were sponsored. They were starting to get sponsored. West Coast is always ahead – Contrary to popular belief, when it comes to of, certain things, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, they came out, and I don't know if they were. And I mean, I just texted him during the break. He said, "Yeah, we had demos, and this guy." So we ended up lighting the place. He said, "Yeah, we had big light figure, which I forgot about, like 10, 12 feet above the top edge, where this one dude hit the top of the light. That's how much air he got." So what if we find out <laughs> and come to find out that yeah. like fucking Tony Hawk, I know was there. Like I don't some know. Some of the early guys like Tony Hawk or Neil Hendricks. Or right. So my I, friend, I, I, like, I guarantee you, George is going to be doing some research now that he found these pictures. He's going to try to figure, figure out this who out. was there. Yeah. So it was beyond badass. And so cool. Yeah. And so um, we only, the police only showed up a couple times. And <laughs> it was because one of my 
a friend put uh, a vehicle out in front. It was like a 12-acre, and there was a number of hundreds of feet between the house and the Holcomb Bridge Road. Put a rotating yellow light to let people know where the party was. Did you say it was on top of uh, yeah. the... What do they a, call that vehicle? Well, well, I looked it up, and it's a it's a Type Two. It's a microbus. Microbus, like a Type Two. Shout out to Ed Ed Man. Ed Man's gonna know. It's gonna go. Wow. Like, Actually, they call it this. But it, <laughs> I, I looked it up, and it, they just kind of called it a pickup truck. Like I couldn't find anything specific. They're kind of rare, though, aren't Volkswagen they? Volkswagen called it. Yeah, apparently they're pretty rare. It's a pickup truck. It's a it's a Volkswagen microbus that only has the cab, and then has a and the rest of it in the back. Yeah, the rest of it is a. A truck bed, and right. I, I honestly I don't know uh, what you would call it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know either. Yeah, I, well, I don't. I don't. I couldn't. Please, find Ed, tell us. Way. We're going to tag you in this. You're going to find it. And you're Ed, gonna go, please let us yeah. know what the hell it's called. But anyway, the so dude that was the vehicle out there, out there. Yeah. and then the cops showed up because they boo came in, and they kind of came in with a little bit of uh, you know a little bit of force, a little bit of cop copy, yeah, little copiness. Copy. Little, and little. like, hey, what's going on? Your bullet said, well, we have this. And they, they saw the lit up. They went around the house and saw this half pipe in the event with a beer. And I'll bet you at that point they went, fuck, man, we should just get out of uniform and have a party. Let's and have a great time. <laughs> yeah. Look at all these beautiful women. Yeah, exactly. But they couldn't and they didn't. They went, oh, well, so what? what is this? I said, well, they're friends. We're doing this. We have our keg party. And uh, how old are you? And we were probably... I don't know if we were legal or not, but it was on the edge. They didn't really care back in eighty two, really especially if you're not like out causing trouble, right? I, which I feel we like nowadays weren't. they really just they they still kind of don't care, right? As long as you're not out causing problems, which is like Portia had told me, like in high school, for the most part, the cops left them alone. They were too busy dealing with opioid overdoses sure. and just people being dipshits. But like you know, her friends were they were partying, but not. Oh, like they 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 weren't um, like obvious about it, right? Which I never understood. Like which, people, which we weren't either. Now we, again, we had a lot of land around. Like the next house was probably not even occupied, maybe a thousand feet away, yeah. and it was kind of in the middle. Again, this is a major thoroughfare thoroughfare now, and there's all kinds of development around there. Like it's the I'm, there's no doubt that place is gone, gone. Now. I feel like you should go and try and find it though. I would. I what would happened love to, to the half pipe? Well, it just got torn down and probably burned up or something. No, what did when you moved out of there? Did, is it gone? Gone? Oh no, I know that it's got torn down, history, or man. it probably was pushed back in the woods or something, or put into a ditch at some point and just tor- torn down. There's no Jesus doubt. Christ, it's gone. It's gone. Sad. It's too bad. All right, All so right, so anyway. uh, so the cops showed up. What the reason they showed up was because again, this vehicle was out front with this rotating light, <laughs> and, and and a lot of. Cars were driving, not a lot, but they were driving going, oh, my God. And they would look over, and, and they said, this is kind of a distraction. To, and they came out and said, you guys, what's going on? You said, all right. And they just looked around to kind of see what was going on. There wasn't really any obvious rape or anything or <laughs> drug dealing going on. Yeah, there wasn't like, it was like, we smell reefer. Right. So they said, all right, if you guys just turn the yellow light off on the vehicle out front, we're, we're, we're cool. And then you just left. Which we were disappointed at, because that was the biggest violation of the whole party. That's bullshit. Fucked up. I'm sure people were to like be a bunch of rebels. Right. Like you're Leave the light on. God damn it. But we turned it. You're right. This is that's the man. I'm sure that was. And the, the man one. wasn't really trying to bust you up your bust up your good time. They're no. Just, you know. And then they left, and that was it. So <laughs> we kept making money and having parties throughout wee hours of the morning, and that happened a lot at this place until. Wah, wah. How much? How long? How much later? 
it was after I moved. I was either there or I moved out or I was still at a place there or something. But I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but it was funny because everybody was exonerated. <laughs> wow. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> but, but people that I was associated with at the house thought they could make more money by growing weed. A, a little bit of the uh, devil's the, lettuce. Yeah, in the woods out back. Now, when you people look at our Facebook page and look at the picture, yeah. in my mind, when Paul, Paul had told me this story many times before, but in my mind, when he said it was kind of out in the country, it was in the middle of nowhere, it's a farmhouse and all that, in my mind, I'm thinking Midwest, which means flat, flat open spaces. open spaces, no woods, all like yeah. cornfields and shit. What it actually is, you you people will see this, uh, the background behind this like half pipe and like party space. A lot of pines. It's all thick. Georgia pines. Thick Georgia pines. Yeah. And that's a good and, place and to disguise. Weed. Yeah. Unless the GBI happens to be flying. <laughs> the GBI. That's the a Georgia Bureau, Bureau of Investigation. Now, here's what was going on. Apparently, there was a big, some fields out there in the middle of nowhere growing the, growing the wildwood weed. Wildwood weed. <laughs> <laughs> and they had they were going to another place to make a big bust, and they're flying their happy helicopters over our the property. Happy helicopters, <laughs> and they look down and going, "Hey, we're not quite at our place yet for the big bust, but we see some weed down there too." Which I don't know how they really see it in the pines, but they're trained for this, Joe. Because they're trained it, for this. Well, it looks so much different. Like I've than seen, a pine tree. I've seen <laughs> pictures of uh, like in Ohio. The big I was telling you this uh, off air was that uh, in Ohio the big thing was to uh, grow your to to grow stands of weed in the middle of a cornfield. Yeah, because a lot of strains of weed they they don't grow taller than the corn like the corn does. Sure, it looks kind of like. But from the air, it's evident it's <laughs> because your little square like little. Uh, like fifty foot by fifty foot stand of weed, yeah, is bright green <laughs> compared uh, to the corn, which is more uh, muted. Bright, yeah, the corn is bright yellow, like yeah. it's bright yellow and bright yeah. green. Like really, yellow and green? You guys are going for that? But anyway, but yeah. with the pines, at, at the very least, it, it you have it, a little it, better it, chance. It, it, you have a better chance. Okay, sidebar. Anyway, During yeah. that time period, also because there was a lot of uh, pro weed people around and. This country is finally waking up to the fact that weed is not as bad for you as alcohol. In the in it's starting to get there, but right. you know. So whatever. anyway, so I think I mentioned this before, but so it's the, not quite there because we're still drinking alcohol. So the governor's mansion is sort of not too far from downtown Atlanta. This is a sidebar, okay, on the weed. The governor's mansion is uh, like north, just north, like in Buckhead, which is just north, little suburb. Was a suburb in Atlanta, but now it's part of Atlanta. It's a beautiful, well, it's not really beautiful, but it's kind of a plantation-looking house. Is it a, a, lot a of, plantation, huh? Yeah, acreage looking around there. And somebody during that time period, just to, because this one governor, I think, was so anti-weed, he said, cool. So he snuck, somehow got onto the property and growed. Gr- growed? Wow. I, I'll allow it. Go ahead. Grew, grew. a few plants of weed on the edge of where their pines were, and, and they got pretty tall, and then he ended up sneaking back on there X number of weeks later, taking photographs oh, of the weed growing on the governor's mansion property. <laughs> yeah. Times haven't changed. We were kind of rebels back then. No, I love that. No, yeah. and, and there's a few examples of stuff like that out there. Like uh, uh, one of my favorites is uh, in Columbus, where the governor... 
It's the same thing. This is a it's sure. a thing. It's not unusual. It, it, it's not unusual at all. It's not unusual. Uh, to me, of Tom Jones. Tom Jones. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it wasn't. It, it it was the governor's. It's not a mansion, but it's like the capital, like downtown, or like in Columbus, like the Capitol building. Okay. They have these giant planters where it's not because it's you know it's urban area so. On like uh, the sidewalks or the edges all around. Exactly, exactly. And people just throw weed like like they'll they'll throw like pot seeds. Sure. And it's Ohio, so anything grows in the soil there. Like it's just super fertile. Anything, yeah. And it grows, and they always have to cut it down. <laughs> it's really fucking funny to me. Um, but uh, do you remember? Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. The, the weird mushroom guy on Joe Rogan's oh, podcast a while back. Guy had the mushroom hat, for example. Had the mushroom the hat made out of mushrooms. Like that guy. Holy crap! I listened to that podcast a I couple times. Like, yeah, I, I no, I'm up more than like, that. I'm up to like four times. Okay, because it blows my mind some of the shit that he talks about. But one of the stories he talks about is um, harvesting psilocybin out of the front yard of the Portland Police Department. <laughs> Like the Portland Police Department, like he happened to notice there was this like giant stand of mushrooms, in the, like he was just driving by on his way to school or riding his bike by, like on his way to college one morning, and happened to, and he stopped and he looked at these mushrooms and he took a couple examples and went to like went to his first class. It was some sort of biology class and looked at him under a microscope and he's like, "Oh shit, these are psilocybin." Mushrooms. So he knew what to look for he already. Knew exactly what they were. I would have thought that he would have seen them and going, "Those are psilocybin mushrooms." He knew that they were, but he wanted to know what strain they were. Okay. Oh. So he knew okay. they were psilocybin mushrooms and 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 psilocybin cubensis. Well, well he, he didn't know that there were psilocybin cubensis. He knew that there were psilocybin mushrooms. Something. Psilocybin some something. some strain. And yeah. and they ended up name, naming it psilocybin Copensis or something like that because Copensis. Oh my god! They named it something police themed or something yeah. like that because it was what they would do is they were hanging out. They would pretend to be hanging out across the street at some. I don't know what it was. It was something that they wouldn't be too obvious. And then when traffic would die down, and like at shift change when all the cops would leave the like the the parking lot, they would him and his friends would run over and harvest a bunch. That's funny. And then we're on across the street and wait. And he said, uh, "The Rogan asked, well, how many did you? Uh, how many do you think you got?'" And he goes, 15, 20 pounds." Oh my god! <laughs> now, granted, that's not dried, and you know, whatever. Sure. But like, but Jesus, fifteen. Wait, 20 wait. Pounds. So I have a question. Did, did somebody initially think plant those intentionally, or do they just? Happen no, I'm to... sure they just occurred naturally. Because okay. It's the Pacific Northwest. But it doesn't take poop. Stuff, like certain poop. To no, those that's that, not. That's kind not, of a misnomer. Okay. Like, all right. I don't they, know. They will grow in in that, but you know, they grow in they grow in feces, but you know, they're okay. manure. But it's it's not. They're not always like that. It's just any sort of uh, moist. Environment ah, moist. Gotcha. Anyway, uh, yeah. So we had these big. I guess we're almost done with that part of the conference. But anyway, anyhow. Oh, so they got yeah. So the GBI is flying over to a large, you know, planned out weed bust, and they're glancing. They've happened to flying over the property that we were renting, and uh, and they look over and they just or whatever. And they're going, wow, there's weed there, dude. There's a lot of weed in North Georgia. I'm just telling you, it's just fucking everywhere. Oh uh, yeah, it's like that's where the Appalachians begin, yeah. and, and so there's it's, a lot of it all so over. So in that area, it's kind of like I know Northern California is di- it's really f- different and better, but this is kind of the Northern California. Well, so of, you have North Georgia, 
Yeah. North Georgia, Northern California, and Kentucky. Yeah. Those are your big illicit weed growing places. Right. And uh it just, so so they, they landed their helicopter or ERS in the corral adjacent to the half pipe and arrested everybody that was there that day and I wasn't there and I think I just I think like I think literally two weeks prior I had moved out. I think now my friends didn't tell me about this because they, they knew I was a little bit more. In fact, they really knew this because I was looking to an aviation career and more serious and they military stuff. Nose clean. Yeah. And, and they went, we're just yet. not even gonna, you know, cause this will be plausible deniability. Um, of course. So, and then, but they were eventually uh, let go because they couldn't actually prove because a lot, this is very common as people know that people just go plant it wherever and no one knows. You can't prove and who planted it. It's like moonshine stills in in the in the uh, Appalachia. Like it, you you nobody ever make, has a still. Like if it's out in the the woods, no. nobody has it's not a still owned. That's it's owned on your property. It's not licensed and registered that's, with a county. Exactly. <laughs> like you don't have, and you typically won't put it on your property if you're making like sure. A put on someone else's like property. Put it on someone else's property or mm. uh, something I read about is a. Is it's a big it's it's one of the I wouldn't say smarter things to do but like it's a thing where you uh, uh, have a stand of of cannabis plants on state property or federal property sure yeah because it's kind of in a weird loophole like where if you're caught tending it yeah you're getting get in trouble but it's not your property yeah it's not anybody's property it's a United States citizen's property so. So you're not gonna. Nobody's really gonna get in trouble if they find it. They'll just burn it down and get rid of it. And which was kind of was probably part of the impetus in California to make it legal, so to get money from again to get money from it. It's hyper liberal. Yeah. Too. That's part of it. Yes. I'm still trying to figure out. Uh, like people say that if California does it, then it kind of ripples through the the rest of the United States. I keep hearing that, but I'm not sure if that's actually true. Well, weed was legal in other places before California. Of course, yeah. yeah. It was a. Uh, it was a. Col- was well, actually, um, no, not really. California passed the Medical Marijuana Act in 1996. Was that the first state to that do? Was the f- they were the first state okay. to do that. Now, recreational weed or whatever it was. Uh, I w- think was it, it Colorado was, the first. No, it was Alaska. Oh. Alaska had passed that uh, that um, f- f- fifteen years ago, two thousand four. I think I'd like forgotten that. about that. Yeah, Alaska did that where they decriminalized it. Sure, like, well below uh, you know any. Sort like you get of a amount. ticket. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the oh, cop writes you a ticket. Is, oh, they write you a ticket for personal <laughs> use and uh, how much weed you have on you? Oh, seventeen pounds. All right, well, uh, sixteen sure. pounds. Sixteen pounds and under is uh, is personal use. Like sixteen pounds a pot. <laughs> 16 pounds. Is that what, 16 pounds. Are these real numbers you're talking life. about? Are these real numbers? These real numbers. Okay. 16 pounds. 16 <laughs> pounds. Pounds. Right. That's not, that doesn't make any sense. Anyway. Well, it's but, Alaska, uh, so. Yeah, right? The FAA has kind of forgotten about Alaska, too, because all the aviation that goes on up there, that's just duct tape and bailing wire. Oh, God. Yeah, they just kind of like, all right, I, you guys, just whatever you want to do. And they do, isn't Alaska where they do the stole competition? Yeah. Year? Yeah. Short takeoff and landing. Yeah, S-T-O-L. short takeoff and landing, which is, I watched that shit, and I think like the, the, the most recent record holder, holder is like 18 feet. I bet it's less than that now. No, it's eight, It's like it's like 18 feet, three inches or something. Like, they yeah. just had it, like, Maybe three months ago. Okay. And the guy's like, 
and he just kind of takes <laughs> off. Right, so he's a little bit of a headwind, a lightweight airplane, and all this. Anyway, so let's big propeller, big big wheels. Right. So we'll get we'll get anyway. away from that. But anyway. but so so yeah, everybody was busted. And that was kind of the end of that. Was the did anybody go to jail? I, Do you remember? They like, may have like thing? overnight or something like that, and got bailed out, and then. And then this, but I, I do remember. I don't know. There's all kinds of forget it. It's all personal stories. But it we was, should go back to Georgia. I want to yeah. go to Georgia with you anyway, just to see some of your old haunts and party and whatnot. But I also want to go to some of these places like that. Like I want to go out on was it Holcomb Bridge Road? Hol, excuse me, Holcomb Bridge Road. Yeah, Roswell, Georgia, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and see if we can find. Which is now in the middle of probably shopping centers and tech yeah there's probably places. like a coles or something there probably right there <laughs> we can walk in there and go hey man you know we used to grow weed out here and have half pipes. Like, that's cool i smoke go, weed in really? the bathroom because i fucking hate working at coles i hate this, this is bull. <laughs> you guys you old people get out of the way so yeah it was kind of weird old farts. but it was it was interesting because i remember talking to uh i remember there was a picture that my friend posted on facebook and tagged me in it with me and the other george Kind of leaning up against the uh, corral railing while the half pipe stuff was going on, you could barely see anything. I went, "Man, do you have any pictures of the actual half pipe or not?" And he went, oh, "Somewhere." And that was many months ago. And now he and finally now he's found them. To find them. And now That's he's cool. starting to start posting them. Man, so, I, yeah. if we drove to Georgia, yeah, no. Why would you I want to do back. that? I don't want to drive to Georgia. No. We went to Georgia and drove out on uh, Holcomb Road, Holcomb Bridge, Holcomb Road. Bridge Road. Yeah, in Roswell, Georgia. Where no one cares about, like right. Roswell, Georgia. Right. And do you think you could find a place? Okay. So um, probably 15 years ago when I went out there, um, I don't know why I was out. I can't remember what it was, but I remember driving out on Holcombridge Road then looking for where it was. And I knew about the area you know, within, let's say, a quarter of a mile because of the certain bend in the road. And I'm going, holy crap, because it was already changed back then. Oh, even then, okay. And I'm not sure if it's residential or there's, a again, commercial property or uh, a tech stuff. Because there, there's a lot of, actually, in that area, there's a lot of tech stuff. How do you not remember this stuff? Like, I seriously can remember. Like, I can, I, it was. Because there, because it all, we, the road was even widened and there was, no, now no, there's streetlights no. and there's this. I'm not like a homing pigeon or a cat that gets dropped off a thousand miles away. Hey, you can bitch, smell you, its you, way back home. You know what? Neither am I, though. But I remember, like, if someone says, uh, my mom goes, oh, remember when we lived on Shiloh Road? I'm like, okay, I can remember that. And I could drive to it right now if I, if we really had to, I could drive there and go, that's where I used to live. Right. And I can remember it. And there's no barn there. The, either either the barn, the corn crib, which is like a smaller version of a barn. You know, corn the, crib? Yeah, it's called a corn crib. Wow. Corn crib. Fuck you. You're, fucking, <laughs> you're such a dick. It's a farmland <laughs> thing, okay? Fine corn crib. It's a corn crib. Right. You had a barn. That's where the corn yeah. sleeps at night. Is that what it is? You pick the Kinda. corn? Kind of. Kind of, you fucking dick. <laughs> See, this is why there was. That's why they call it the War of Northern Aggression. Okay, because we had Northern Aggression. Yeah. Because we didn't have corn, are, much corn. I know. That's because we grew it up north. You fucking dick. You okay. goddamn fine asshole. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, corn crib. It, what it was is where you stored your corn after you uh, harvested it. You put it to bed. Okay. I don't know why they call it a corn crib. I don't know. You and your All corn. I know is it was like a. It was like a drive-through. Wait, do you guys have drive-through liquor and beer stores and shit in the South? I'm gonna say that's they, a no. They, they were around, no. but not very. I'm gonna. I don't remember. So, like, if you go no. to Ohio right now, you can go to Carl's Cruising, right? Right. 
which the people that listen here that are like live in Troy, Ohio, or around Troy, Ohio, they know Carl's Cruising. So you Carl's Cruising, you had the Tip City drive through and you had a handful of other drive throughs and you could drive through. Hey, would get, you hand me that bottle of Jameson? Yeah. I'm sorry. Did you ever try that this yet? Is, no, I hadn't tried it, but yeah, it's, it's all you. So you could drive up, and they would go, what would you like? Uh, let me get uh, some uh, ham salad and... Uh, uh, could you pause for just a second? Sure. This one here is the uh, Cask Mates. That's the IPA uh, edition. That's what and we had a drink of This one here ago. is the Black Barrel. Black Barrel. What is that? I don't know. Uh, use your... Uh, I can't. Oh, I've got to put the eyes on. Put your yeah. spectacles on. Fine. It just says triple distilled Jameson, Irish whiskey. Jameson Black Barrel. 40% alcohol, so it's 80 proof. I don't... Why is this... Oh, charred for a rich, smooth taste. Charlie, please help us out here. Jesus Christ, give me the goddamn bottle. No, okay? you can read I, it. I, I, can, I'm, I can read it better than you, apparently. No, you read what I just read. Butt nose. And it, but it's not going to say... this. So this Jameson... Irish whiskey cask mates explains what it is IPA edition and then so what is that oh see Joe's gotta Google it fine whatever no I'm not Googling it oh he's getting a light out your yep. eyes are getting old huh? they're not old you there's one light on in this fucking place <laughs> okay sorry a tribute to the legacy of charring barrels before filling them our Coopers called it quote bringing the wood back to life quote. Coopers Coopers yeah Coopers a barrel person oh you didn't know that. So, like Carl Cooper, our city attorney, that's where his name maybe came from. I mean, I'm not be, I'm, a, I'm not joking. It's perhaps the way his name came from. Yeah, no, that's absolutely where his name came from. Okay, they were yeah. barrel tenders. Black Barrel features charred and double charred bourbon barrels that deliver unique spiciness, vanilla sweetness, and nutty notes. So we're talking about a barrel aged. Okay. It's a barrel-aged Irish whiskey. You, you don't have a sip of that? No, I'm going to right oh, now. Oh, because I you should. Yet. I thought you had. I love that it has a cork. Yes, that's very nice. This other um, Irish whiskey cask mates IPA edition is a screw top. What do you think of that? I mean, is that... Is it, is it different? Oh, really? All right. All right well. Enjoy that. Thank right. you, Charlie. Yeah, I'm sure it's... Wait, you would hear this week, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that is different, isn't it? Oh, it's got a heavy, that's totally different than that. It has a heavy vanilla scent. Oh yeah, that's different. Oh man, that's some good stuff for real. Like I, uh, I might have to buy some of that when I'm in Ohio for my brother. All right, All back right. to your. Uh, All right then, back to your corn crib something i don't know where that was going i don't know where that was going oh anyway so like we're talking 1989 that was 20 oh my god 29 years ago 29 yeah 29 years ago is when when we lived on on that farm at that address 477 south shiloh road all right anyway and uh i you know i was eight years old and i remember where that is i could drive to it right now if we wanted to we want to hop in the car and drive 35 straight hours, we could I could get there. Um, and you don't remember where this place was when you were like 19, 20, 20 No, here, here's, here, in my defense, and honestly, it, it was the, um, I remember when I went back there a handful of years ago, and it was, oh, whatever. There, I'm sorry. Go you, ahead. That's your argument. Let me, let me cut you off real quick. Fine. Your argument is things have changed so much since yes. you've been there physically. Yes. yes. Yeah. the The house that I that that I lived in at that address 
there was nothing around for about half a mile. There was no houses mm-hmm. or anything around for half a mile. It was all farmland. And it had a house on, say, three acres of grass. And you had a corn crib, whatever, small barn, and then a gigantic barn. And all this other, like these outbuildings and whatnot. Now, if you go by there, there's no outbuildings. There's no barns. There's none of that stuff. And there's like three houses across the street, another house behind them. They cut down all these woods. So, like, it's it's virtually unrecognizable, but I still know where it's at. Okay, I know what you're saying. And so so this may not be a good defense. But what it is— I'm it, trying to it, figure out how why you don't be, because that. Because, because this, there was a long, probably half-mile-long, sweeping, even curve— and and the, and the the on the road drive yeah the, road the driveway whichever was right was just a cut in the curb that was a dirt there was no actual driveway dirt road small dirt road going to the house so it's a long sweeping section of Holcombridge Road and I drove by there and I went I don't know exactly where this was because all those trees that you see behind the half pipe and all that yeah. everything has been just cleaned out of there so it's cleared off like there's no like yes and the road's been widened and I'm going yeah. okay I don't know if it's you know there or 100 feet over here or there where the actual house was I just and I actually pulled over I think and went across the street and looked at it going I don't know exactly where it was I just I can't know. tell Which, and see uh, I'm, I'm the weirdo who I, I get nostalgic for shit like that so like I was back in Ohio. It was uh, twenty. Uh, it was when Sean got married. So twenty fifteen. So twenty fifteen, I was back there, and I actually drove up to my old, the, like the old farmhouse that I lived in. Mm-hmm. We just pulled in the driveway and drove up slowly because it's still gun country, and you don't want to get shot. And uh, got out, and uh, you know this uh, lady walked out, and she goes, "Excuse me, can I help you?" And I said, uh, "Yeah, it's a." It's going to sound weird, but I used to live here when I was a little kid and I was just out driving around and I'm, I live in Arizona now and I was out visiting and I kind of wanted to check it out and see what's going on. And she's like, when did you live here? And I said, well, we, we moved away in 1993 and she goes, wow, uh, my family bought in 1995 and I started talking to her. I said, there used to be a barn over there and there was another barn over here and there was woods back there and. Uh, she's like, well, why don't you come inside and uh, typical hospitality. You know, and she gave you a hand job. No. Wow. No. Oh, no, she didn't. Paul. <laughs> Sorry. She invited me inside and intri- like her husband was in there and then we all had a threesome and it was great. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, she at an she... Ohio. What's what we call a Miss Missouri boat ride. That's what we call a Missouri boat ride. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> a Missouri boat ride. That's an Ohio hand job, but in Missouri they call it the boat ride. I I feel bad for my sister in law who's from Missouri, oh, and she's God. just gonna be like, "We don't call it that. <laughs> we don't. I'm we so, have other names for I'm this." Sorry, Laura. Jesus Christ, you married into this family. All right, so, so you went in there. She invited no, you I, in. I pulled into the driveway, and and she's like, "Excuse me," like she was threatened. You know, she sure. Called, you know, some big guy just steps out. Right. Of her like, car. why are you here? What are you doing? And I say, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I, I don't mean to, like, startle you, but I grew up in this area and I, at this house, and I, I kind of wanted to see what was going on post-1993, and she thought it was funny that it had been so long, and you know. And uh, and then I said, you know, there used to be here and this this here and this here, but it's funny that your shed out back is, is built on <laughs> – 
what we call the shed, but it was actually an outhouse. And she oh. she thought it was funny that it was that it was that I knew it was an outhouse, and that's oh, so she, she she knew that also. She knew it was an outhouse. Okay, so she right. she knew it was, she's she knew it was an outhouse because she could tell that um, it had a concrete foundation, but it originally had like a square in the center of it, which was the pit, the hole you shat yeah. into. Sure, and it, somebody had filled it in, and I knew it was an outhouse because that's how we knew it was an outhouse. Yeah, it wasn't an outhouse when I lived there because you know I'm not that old, and uh, you know we had running water. <laughs> And, well, the uh, Romans did, Joe. Right. Uh, so we got to talking, and she invited me in. I had a beer with her and her husband. Husband just thought it was funny as shit that, like, I just kind of showed up. Sure. He goes, you know, that's how you get shot. And I'm like, I'm from Arizona. Wow. Like, I just assume. Because we no, get shot at all the no, time No, he out said there. that. No, he re- literally said that. He goes, you know. That's uh, how you get but, shot. Because well, this is not, we're not talking about just showing up to someone's house like in town knocking on the door and be like, hi, how are you doing? It was literally in the middle of nowhere. Like it was out in the county, so to speak. Or sure. uh, So out, normally out your car would be broken down at the most. That would be why someone would show up. It's like, like the beginning up. of a horror movie. Yeah, it is. It really is. And but it, but it was the middle of the day and the fall in Ohio. But we got to talking and, and that dude ended up, he, he said, yeah, you know, we lived, uh, my, he, he grew up in Troy where I'm from uh-huh. and then decided he wanted to move out in the country with it. Once he got a you know wife and started a family, they wanted to move out in the country because they didn't like living in town. And I said, you know, it's funny because we lived out in the country and wanted to move into town because it was like 45 minutes one way to just drive into town to go to Kroger. Wow. And he's like, Jesus, really? And I said, yeah, man, it's like this state route was like 25 miles an hour. Then you got to another town, and it was like 10 miles an hour through the town. It was town. like an old Western. It'd be like, oh, we're going to town. Going, no shit, this, this, man. This, like, <laughs> I, seriously. Like, Eli, Are you sure you want to go to town? I, I'm Last time. You, Sean listened to this podcast, and he doesn't remember because he was so young. But yeah. Eli will listen to this and be like, yeah, it felt like fucking forever. Put it this way. It took. Oh, my God. I'm dating myself. It took half a tape, like side A. Of Van Morrison to go to town, yeah, like Van Morrison's uh, Moon Dance to get to town. Wow, to go to Kroger. All right, half a tape, you know, twenty five minutes or whatever, thirty sure. minutes. But as a kid, it takes fucking forever, and you uh, essentially. Did you got wait, wait? Did you guys ever call Kroger K Rogers? Negative. We that was a very common thing in I the can, Atlanta area. K Rogers, oh yeah, man, like Kroger K Rogers. Yeah. To make it sound classier, like yeah. my dad calling Jay Z Penny Jacques Penny. Yeah, exactly, same yes, kind of thing. Yes. All right, but no, we never called it K Rogers. I can tell you right now that um, <laughs> Eli makes fun of uh, people for calling it Kroger's Kroger's Kroger because yes. it's Kroger. Yes, it's, people it's from the way Kroger. north in Michigan would come down, and they they called it Kroger's, and we're like, yes. it's, it's Kroger. It's not oh. the Michigan Kroger's. What? It's just Kroger. It's yeah. just Kroger. And, yeah. and, and Eli is gonna love hearing this. He's gonna <laughs> fucking crack up on his way to work. He's gonna almost wreck his fucking. He's gonna car. start calling K Rogers now. He's not. Gonna, I hope we call. I'm gonna start calling it K Rogers. Get that going. It's gonna it's sweep like, sweep the nation. Have you ever again. heard of Menards? Maynards, I guess, or Ma- Menard. I don't know what Menards. Ma- well, that's he calls it Maynards. Okay, Maynards because it sounds more hillbilly, but sure. it's called Menards. I don't I know what that is. It's like a clo- clothier or something. No, Menards. I think is it's a mixture. It's like a what's that? Uh, the cheap tool supply place, like the, oh the, Harbor Freight. Harbor, it's like Harbor Freight and Home Depot mixed together. Oh, okay. Because you can get like landscaping rock and shit, but you can also get like a tiller 
for like 50 bucks. Made in China. Uh, Chinese That might tiller, last yeah. through the job, the it, one, one job. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. If you have 50 bucks and you need to get the tiller to like last right. through the job, then that's what you get. And you throw it away. You get Maynard's. Yeah. M-E-N-A-R-D-S, but it's, okay. it's, it's Menards. It's pronounced Menards, but they call them Maynard's. Maynard's. funny. Maynard. Okay, I've never – I may have seen I – I doubt that Maynard's or Menards is in uh, Atlanta. Maynard's and K. Rogers right next door to each K. other. K. Rogers, yeah. K. Rogers. That's funny. <laughs> hey, you want to take a break? Sure. Let's take another break. Right. We'll be back. More right. Cartoon Casual. name of this song is the wildwood flower now the wildwood flower is an old country classic it's gained a whole new popularity the song isn't any more popular but the flower is doing real good the wildwood flower grew wild on the farm and we never knowed what it was called some said it's a flower and some said it's a weed i didn't give it much thought one day I was out there talking to my brother and I reached down for a weed to chew on. Things got fuzzy and things got blurry and then everything was gone. Didn't know what happened but I knew it beat the hell out of sniffing burlap. I come to and my brother was there and he said, what's wrong with your eyes? I said, I don't know, I was chewing on the weed. He said, well, let me give it a try. Spent the rest of that day and most of that night trying to find my brother Bill. Caught up with him about six o'clock the next morning, naked, singing on the windmill. He said he flew up there. I had to fly up and get him down. He's about half crazy. The very next day, we picked a bunch of them weeds and we put them in the sun to dry. And we mashed them up and we cleaned them off. Put them in the corn cob pipe. Smoking them wildwood flowers got to be a habit. We never seen no harm. Oh, we thought it was kind of handy. Take a trip and never leave the farm. Big old puff that wildwood weed. Next thing you know, you're just wandering around behind the little animals. All good things got to come to an end. It's the same with the wildwood weeds. Day this fella from Washington come by and spied it and turned white as a sheet. And he dug and he burned and he burned and he dug and he killed all our cute little weeds. And then he drove away. We just smiled and waved, sitting there on that sack of seeds. Y'all come back now, you hear? I don't have a drinking problem joe that so you say you don't have a drinking problem i don't you have two bottles of whiskey in front of you one open one capped what's the old joke i'd rather have a uh, i'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy uh-huh, that's an old uh, tom waits joke like that's an album i think that is uh is, wait a minute it's long before tom waits this joke has been around why are you such a dick Nothing has know. been around for before, longer than before Tom, Tom Waits. Waits. Tom Waits has been around since... Sad old magician. Sad old magician. <laughs> Loading up. 
Someday, Patton Oswalt is going to listen to our podcast and be like, "You guys are really kind of obsessed. Wrong with you? What's wrong? That actually might still be the best Patton Oswalt special. It might be. There's that's from a different one. The 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 magician that said that was the first one that you saw after you saw my ass. No. Yes, it was not. No, it's absolutely yes, it was. No, it's a different one. No, you're wrong. No, there's one called My Weakness Is Strong. Yeah. He has like four, but sure. like my weakness is strong is the one you're talking about. And then he has a different one where he talks about that. The sad old magician where he, <clears throat> he was talking about the differences between when you're a mid-level comedian and when you finally made it. And the mid-level comedian is like, you have to go to play like a comedy place where you have like this really shitty musician. And when he gets off the stage, it's like a Tom Waits song. The sad old magician. Right. That was not in My Weakness is Strong? No, it's not. Because he talks about, he's like, now that I know I've made it because these people at the Indian Casino up in Washington paid me to go up there. That was his second one. The first one was a magician. No, the the first one is where he talks about... um, Oh my God! Thank you, all you marauders from yes. Mad Max. And then he talks about uh, how he's going to be a father and how uh, parents, uh, the people like his, he's going to have a natural birth, have a natural birth where you have a Wolverine come right. in and steal the steal the afterbirth, and, sure, and all that stuff. And and the next one is where he talks about doing the Indian Casino uh, in Washington State. You are wrong, sir. I don't think so. I don't think I that's, know you I are. I, I, I do remember, unfortunately, very clearly, uh, your ass. <laughs> and it sucks because it's like that that weird, it's like the weird old man ass that I see all the time. It wasn't old man ass. It is an old man ass. Like it's, it's not. It's white. It's white. Of course it's, it's white. And it's flat. It's not flat. Like there's no thickness to it. It's not very, that flat. And then you scratched it. You're like, oh, by the way, it's I'm not sleeping the nude. And it's not that flat. Scratch your ass as you're walking away. And I'm so glad that you see. Look, if hole. I start hiking again, I've got a, a nice. If I start hiking again, I got a nice round ass. <laughs> it's not a flat ass. It was rather seen flat. Flat then. ass. It was rather flat. I was just, just telling like, you, what's wrong with that thing? Is no, that you're not. But then I said, "Hey, watch this. You'll get a kick out of this Patton Oswalt." You special. said, "Hey, watch this, <laughs> watch this Patton Oswalt thing." That then I'm like, "Okay, whatever." And it was, it is, it still is really funny. It is, but that's not from that at all. You're wrong. Doesn't matter. But okay. the problem is, or the bottom line is, I don't have a drinking problem. So there you go. Clearly not. You fact, solved fact, your drinking you, problem. You your wanted drinking me, problem is not having a you drink. You and half of my friends wanted me to be drinking more. Mm. I think we just want to want you to engage society more rather than okay, which I might hang out in your in your bunker. I might start doing now. Now that the there's a lot of the you know the fight, the troops are coming home now. The troops are coming home, right? I may maybe I'll get a, a welcome like you see these uh, when someone walks off the airplane and the family comes up and 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 runs up and leaps in your arms. This is so inappropriate. I know it is because, really, because they, they've, done, they've sacrificed much more than They've I sacrificed have. a hell of a lot more than you, Mr. Right. Jameson bottle in your hand. I got two. And not just cheap Jameson. Like, well, I don't know. Well, you got the black I'm not barrel. sure how much these are. I, it doesn't matter. They're, they were free. They were. Yeah, they were free. They were gifts. They're fantastical. Oh, gifts? Uh, we need to you, – you mentioned earlier today that, hey – you have too many air. Hey. You have too many airplanes in your airplane hangar. You do have too many. You have and, like five said, too many. I said, "Hey, we're uh, making some money here. Uh huh. We're cranking it out." You said, "Yeah, but how are we going to watch movies? We need to watch movies. I want to watch a movie here next Thursday. 
Oh my god. Really? Yeah. Okay, I think the other I think I think one of the big airplanes will be gone by then. One of the big airplanes. Yeah. What about your uh, plastic clunky thing that you got there? I can move it out. Yeah, okay. I can move it out. All right, all right. Like I did before. Remember when it was crowded, I just moved some shit out. Yeah, just move it outside. Yeah, and then move it back in. Movie's over. It's time for a movie. It's time for a movie. I think you're right, and this is critical. If we're going to watch another movie here, this is really critical. What do you mean if it's wintertime? It's time to do it. I'm saying, okay, fine. When, if, duh, blah, 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 blah. When, if we're going to watch a movie here, we've got to have to decide... uh, in a serious fashion, what it's going to be the the premiere of the uh, second of the season. season? Yeah, yes, the second season of uh, Airplane Hangar movie. And I don't need an answer now. I mean, but I will tell you, there was a fantastic movie made about the Spitfire that came out, kind of a documentary. No, movie. how about a real movie that um, real people want to see, not just one person? I can watch in. it by myself. I know naked. you could. Is the Spitfire the one with the goofy shaped wing? Really, Joe? It's elliptical. Is it? Goofy. Have a point. It's it's it has it's, a it's point on the end. As, as, as a t- as a point on the end. Yeah, this is the one that like you you can't really mass produce. Like you have to hand make every. Yeah, single that's one of them. the that's the theoretical optimal shape for a pl- it's called the plan form of a wing. That's a top view. The plan form. That's what okay. it's called. The plan right. form of the wing. Yes. Does it really make that much of a difference? It does. Is it is it, it does. Oh, okay. Although now with the manufacturing process is a lot better than World War Two. There's it's a lot easier to make airplanes. And it got, Hello. 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 <laughs> hello. <laughs> the plan form. Okay. Okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. But yes, which, by the way, God, I hope I can it's get. It's so loud when you pound on the table. It's not that bad. It no, makes no, a point. No, it really, when you pound on the table and then I try and edit it out, it's. Don't like edit it out. Okay. Fine. All right. Is the shape that I want to make a half a wing. Of a podcast table. You've been bullshitting about this for two and a half years. So I know, but I, I can little, you maybe make I, that happen? Had a couple of distractions. You have next week. But you imagine, imagine week. this table being about this wide, okay, and or a little, little bit wider, actually, twice this long. Too much? No, it's not too much. Okay, because we can put all kinds of shit on here, all kinds of booze, all kinds of people could sit on here. You know, it'd be sturdy. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Fine. 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 It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Just saying, and then it'd be a rich, darker wood. It it would be. It'd be. It'd feel better. It. It'd be uh, purpose built for podcasting, and uh, and it would be stripping, podcasting, and stripping. Sure. So when we move to the new studio, yeah, is it going to be a tall enough ceiling to where women could stand or men, whatever? Oh yeah, could stand on the table. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about like a pole? Shh, really, they're, they're Polish people, Joe. I, I have to tell pole. you. Remember when I texted you the other day when I said my grandfather worked the polls? Yeah, for during the elections. And during the elections, and you said work the polls. <laughs> <laughs> like my grandfather was I some did. sort of two bit. And you said, yeah, stripper. he would have thought that was funny too. That's what you said, or something. All I, I literally, I told my dad about that this morning, and my dad was like. Yeah, your 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 grandfather would have died laughing at that. In right. fact, your grandfather would listen to your podcast and think it was funny as hell. And then he would want to talk about the, the things pod- on your podcast. I, I really wish my grandfather was alive to this day that we could have him on the podcast. Does that mean he, that we just really, our demo it. is for people that are eighty? No, 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 no. Oh uh, God, eighty. Nineteen twenty-seven is oh when my, my grandfather was born. So yeah, a swig of our. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. 
This is the one with the vanilla notes. Very strong vanilla that notes. That Jameson is it is it black barrel? There's a is lot what of it's called? you could make you could make uh, baked goods with this. Baked goods. What is it? It's a uh, black barrel. We need yeah. we re, speaking of baked goods, we really need a real bakery. No, I'm not saying Victoria. Victoria's actually Victoria's pretty good. Sugar Shack is great. It's pretty though, fucking man. good. Yeah. Do you think if we went to them that they would, or maybe they already do? We said we would love to make a old recipe bread, like a French or Italian baguette kind of Crusty, thing. Crusty, like yeah. Real, just real do you think they would do that? Man. Yeah. Or they already do. And okay. Just we just don't, don't know, know it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, it's mm. if you want crusty, fresh, like French or Italian style bread in this town, you almost have to go to Safeway or Smith's or Bash's and, yeah, and buy it's not, the day old bread. It's not even the fresh stuff. It has to be like a little stale. But they actually have crusty bread there at oh, Safeway. Yeah. It's not yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah, bad. No, it's great. You you want a bread that if you if you if you take it out of the basket, you know, the long thing, and you like hold it. And you have a friend with yours, and you like clunk them on the head. Should be able to do a little bit of damage. Potentially cut them. Yeah, (laughs) that's what you want. You want this soft wonder bread because you wonder what the fuck it is and why it's so soft. Sorry, Joe. I didn't think about that. Is that why they call it wonder bread? (laughs) You get like you wonder what's in it. I mean, it's not really bread. I mean, it's you know what I mean. Well, any bread that stays sealed forever. Josh Gagno can attest to this. I, I feel like he was a witness to the, the bread that I think it was our friend Zach bought a loaf of bread and just uh, bottoms up, Paul. Paul's just mm-hmm. swigging off that. Uh, our friend bought a loaf of bread and it's at last, I want to say nine months. Like, wow. Like, twist tied up, and like never opened, didn't mold or anything like that. And we we're all just kind of grossed out. And, and then he just kind of wanted to let it sit. And see how long it would last, and it right. just didn't. I think it was Wonder Bread. I think it was a it was a loaf of Wonder Bread, and it's fucking nasty. But I don't know. I still kind of like that. I, I'll I'll tell you what. In the past, like I've been pretty well sticking to like a decent uh, diet for not very long, like a week. Okay. But I feel better just having chicken, some veggies, and a little bit of grain. With, like, I gotta quinoa, tell you what. Well, I feel like, better. This is the same thing. I'm sorry about feeling better in diet and that kind of stuff. Remember, I told you last week. What I did, I bought this. Um, apparently oh, the this, blender and all that. No, stuff. No, 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 no. The, the blender's up there, but it's still in the box. You can see it from here. Oh, you've done a great job with the blender. You I like do it? see that in the box. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. So I did. I said greens, so, so to bypass the blender entirely. Yeah, I was. I was on this. Somehow, Facebook knows what you need. Remember, it's it's like a mystery yeah, magic. It's weird. It's weird. It is kind of interesting. Seriously, if you really it's look little, at it and go, that's oh, odd. The, the amount of ads that I get now when I talk about vinyl and stuff like that, I don't search for it on Facebook. It hurts your voice. I'm telling it hurt, you. It hears you. No, it does. It, it does. I'm, yeah. That's where it's coming from. Oh, yeah. So anyway, there's this company. Whoa. Woof. <laughs> that burp. That burp was oak aged, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. What you said, like the belch for beer is part of the It is. It's part of the process. tasting process. Right. Okay. So there's this stuff called athletic greens. Now, I'm not an athlete, especially anymore right now. But I actually would love to. I would like to fix my finger, and I would like to next year participate in a couple of semi-athletic events in town. Okay. Do you mean like dating like a 25-year-old? Is that an athletic <laughs> no, event? Not. Well, it would be, but that's not for you exactly what I was talking about. Right. Right. Um, so these ads started coming up on my Facebook news feed. 
or feed, uh, whatever the fuck they call it, not news feed. Yes. Roll, Newsfeed. feed, scroll, yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yep, yep, yep. And it was athletic greens. Well, oh, look at that. It's dark green stuff. I'm not afraid of dark green stuff. <clears throat> so I'm looking at it, and uh, oh, it's got all these micronutrients. That, and I believe I even heard on Joe Rogan's podcast at one time. I think he's starting to no, advertise this. And Tim Ferriss does, too. Tim Ferriss is right. one of the first ones I ever heard right. so, talk about it. So I, I said, greens. wow, look at that. And well, you, It's just water, and you could just shake it up, and you can drink you know, it. So you even don't even have to have a blender at this point. Okay, everybody's lazy. They want all this. And they listed all these ingredients, which were really pretty badass stuff. And there was all these reviews. So I believed it. And I ordered it. And it took a while to get it, actually. It's from New Zealand. Now, I don't know if normally, like, Amazon would have it. But I ordered it through some, whatever it was, online. And it took almost two weeks to get it, which is, I'm highly not used to that. Because normally Amazon is. Yeah, because it's Amazon. Fulfillment yeah. Center in Phoenix. And we get it, like, the next day, kind of thing. Yeah. Fine. So I'm on my... Because Saturday, last Saturday was like the third day, so now I'm on my about almost ninth or tenth day. I didn't have it today, though. I made it before I go to bed. I do feel better, and I, it's not psychological. I'm telling you, because my diet is horrible normally during the day, and if I'm out and this kind of stuff, I'm going, I just, I used to do the whole smoothie thing with vegetables, and, and if I'm really careful what I'm doing, and if I'm not really busy and focused on bullshit that I've been focused on, and it says if you're, yeah, this will kind of fill the gap, you know, fill, gets all the nutrients, better than vitamins, because it comes from actual product. It, it's not vitamins that are isolated, it's actual product. It's like yeah. a friend of mine years and years and years ago, uh, said I told him I was you know I started taking a multivitamin. He goes, you know, I don't think those multivitamins really I, they're, they're they're really not that they're not as good for you as you think. Yeah, what you should have is whole like the the same things as the vitamins, but that that come from actual plants and and right and. and like and, not seabed calcium, but calcium that's from ground up bones and shit like that. Right, things that your body can process. And he gave me, he bought me a bottle, like this big bottle of liquid vitamins. And it was you drank a capful and a capful. Oh, it was awful. It well, would you put it in water terrible. or something else, or just drink it? I just it. did a shot of it, like just, just to, to get, get it over it. with. Yeah, just to get it over with. Yeah, but it I felt better than yeah. when I would take the Centrum or whatever, something like that. Well, but I remember it, yeah. when I would take multivitamins uh, on a regular basis, and I went, ah, okay, whatever, and I would feel okay, and I would be taking care of myself more or less, and I felt all right. But I am telling you, between a week and a half ago to now, I do feel a lot better. I really do. Good. I, I can tell the difference uh, with, uh, you know, you just wanting to hang out and drink. Be cool. <laughs> Maybe not drink, but yeah. you know, you're having a good time. So I'm going to show you this after this. I'm going to cut the show off here. I'm going to show you the bag. And it's heavy. This bag of stuff. Maybe you saw it in the refrigerator. I saw it in the fridge. Yeah. Remember, I made the comment. <laughs> I saw. Oh, the, yeah, you got this. And I saw some KFC in, bullshit in, in here. In your fridge, you had. Uh, a bunch of healthy stuff like your athletic greens bag of of spirulina and, and some other various shit. other shit that's in there. Yeah, but then you also have like coconut, like a coconut milk drink right. and an aloe drink. But then you had like, like mashed potatoes from KFC, mashed potatoes and gravy, separate containers <laughs> right. and styrofoam from KFC, <laughs> yeah. and a McDonald's bag. Oh, you know like where that came from? Bag. That was this morning after the we never talked about the the uh, the Rotary Club meeting oh, this God. morning. Let's talk about the Rotary Club meeting, and then we're gonna we're gonna kick okay. this off. But I'm gonna yeah. tell you, but really quick though, this athletic okay. I've been doing it for ten days, and and you just they had they come up with a shaker that I was. Did you see my shaker? I did not see your shaker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. See my shaker. That's yeah, a flat. Show my shaker, flat old man ass. <laughs> and uh, uh, and I will show you that. But then then I started reading 
there are like three products that are out there now similar to Athletic, there's Athletic Greens and two other ones that are kind of in that same category that exist. And they're all ranked pretty good, actually, as far as what they do. But Athletic Greens is the bottom. I'm like, oh, awesome. I bought the worst one. <laughs> and, but without knowing, because I just jumped in and just bought it. And I said, fuck it, I'm just going to order it and have it done. It's not cheap. It's like four bucks or three or four bucks per scoop, which is one per day. God damn. Right. Okay. But if you're going to skip a meal or be fucking around. It's, it, yeah, it's not. So it's like, right. yeah. So think about four bucks per day times 30 days. It's like 100 bucks a month. God damn. Yeah. That's math. Sorry about that. Anyway. and But I'm still sticking with it, and I feel good, and maybe I'll buy some other material. I'll try it out, but I, I am enjoying this. So we were invited, and then we'll cut the freaking show off. I'm part of Kingman Main Street, which we did that mural on uh, behind uh, the Beale Street Theater on 3rd and, and, and Andy Devine. Go by there, check it out. Tag it, the Google fucking maps. Take your pictures, l- upload them. It's a great mural. So Susan Williams. Uh, just called her out. She's a member of Rotary. Right. And she invited Main Street to come there and talk because they have their every, I don't know if it's every Friday morning. Maybe it is. Seems like it. I think it's a lot. Yeah. At 7 a.m., and I forgot about this, and they, they invited us to come out, a small group from Main Street, and I was kind of volunteered because I was project manager of the, of the uh, uh, mural. And I, like a week ago, Beth said, oh, Rotary's invited us to come here, and you should come, and okay, I'll do that. So I was put down, and then, and then the, yesterday, Thursday, she said, oh, tomorrow morning, see you tomorrow morning. I went, you will? Why? She goes, because you're coming to the Rotary at 7 a.m. at the hospital. Jesus and I Christ. went, Oh my oh, God. God! I totally forgot about 7 that. Seven a.m. Right, because I had shit to do. We're kind of busy here right now. I went fine. So, as I pointed out to you earlier today, I got up early enough, came out here, did this, did that. I'm gonna make some coffee here at the you, hangar. You were such a dick about it too. You're like, look at that fucking coffee, the coffee cup. And I'm like, what are you right. talking about? The, the metal coffee cup. There's sugar in the bottom of that, and I look at it, and there's definitely dry sugar. Yeah, way down. I, it's a big, big huge. I'm gonna make a. I was, I was trying to make coffee. Looked at my watch. It was 20 till. And went. If I wait around for this coffee and mix it up properly, I'm gonna be are late. Not gonna make it. Yeah. And rotary people really aren't into showing up late. They don't want. Oh you to no, do those guys were there at 6:45. Going, where is this? Guy? Oh, they're excited. So now I'm going. Great. I'll, I'll bypass the coffee. Nothing to eat. Haul ass down there. Rotary yeah. Club, which is the, in the oldest hospital. farts on on the earth. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, fine, F- find it where it is. It's near the cafeteria in the hospital, and I made it a few minutes to spare. And walk in, and there doesn't really matter, but there's some arch enemies of mine in there. It have to do with arch enemies, the airport, whatever. Definitely. There you go. So I went, oh, awesome. And I don't have any coffee. And I go to the table. There's a table way in the front, kind of off to the side, where Beth is and I am. And uh, but then there was no one. All the tables were kind of occupied. So I thought, well, that's where I will be sitting. That's where our group is. They're in the Look corner. At me, I found the smart guy I table. Fa- I found where nobody else is sitting. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and I told Joe. I said, Joe, do you know how they open up the meetings and close the meetings at Rotary? And he goes, Nope, don't. No, really I know. really don't, because I'm not old enough to attend a Rotary There's club meeting. There's a steel meeting. or brass bell of some sort, and it's thick bell, not a little teeny bell, like a little weeny weeny bell. Hey. It's a bell, and it's right on or adjacent to that table, close to me. And uh, at 7 o'clock sharp, without any warning at all, they take probably what would, would sound like to me like a fucking sledgehammer, <laughs> which it really wasn't. But it was, you know, 
bang. So here I am, not wanting to be there anyway, no coffee, mad because my enemies are there. And then two minutes later, this fucking, and dude, I'm telling you. You should have stolen the bell. Yeah, it's not. It's For n- real. It's not a fuck around bell. It's a. It's a big brass bell. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sure. Boom. Boom. And it was jarring. And I went, oh, this, this is just a lovely Friday morning. I'm telling you, man, if you ever go into Arby's here in town, there's a bell that they have in there that's hanging. Is there? It has a little thing. Yeah, it says ring for good service. And my buddy many <laughs> moons ago stole it. Oh, he's got to get I, rid of it? I ran it. Because he wanted it and said, yeah, fuck he, it, I hate no, this bell. He, no, he wanted it because oh. he wanted to put it above his bed. For during sexual after after a good yeah, boom good done like such a dickhead <laughs> you know here's the thing though he had he he convinced me to run interference so I like talked up one of the managers and was flirting with the girl at the front desk and, yeah. da, 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 and he like just it wasn't even bolted too it was like uh, just kind of hung like, there like a no, hook. it was just it was just hung on like two screws that were right. in the stud. And uh, he slid it off uh, and then walked out with it. And then uh, and I was like, fine, let me have a Arby's roast beef sandwich. And I, got, I ordered like a roast beef sandwich. And then I left. We got in his car and we and we went home. And he hung it on his like on the not a bedpost, but like the uh, 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 headboard. headboard. Okay. It says and, and it was a pla- there was a brass plaque that says ring for good service. It was a <laughs> oh brass bell. Bing. And it, there were like we lived together. That's kind of funny. It is funny. Yeah. We we lived together for about 10 months or maybe a year and like every once in a while like you fucking have some girl over making dinner and I'm like, oh, "Hey guys, I'm going to bed." And I'd be like half asleep and I hear ping. <laughs> how how he convinced women to ring this bell, I don't know. Okay, maybe he did it though. Maybe he rang it. Maybe he rang. It doesn't matter. The right. girl's still there. Sure. And she's like, Haha, yeah, I guess it was good service. Ping. Oh, my God. So fucking It's kind of funny. Anyway, yeah. so that's what happened this morning and all that clonging and banging. And, and how do they end each meeting? The same thing. They bong. just bang. I'm like, oh, I got, I got it. I got it. You know what you need is a brass bell. I feel no, like you need I a don't. brass bell here like for like the, the end of the shift or something like that. For no, what I would place. like is a uh, for an emergency situation, like a like klaxon alarm. The eh, 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 be like great if you did not have something oh, like that. That's really? a terrible sound. We had that when we had our five minute at the most rant. You could uh, talk on the podcast. Oh yeah, we did the klaxon alarm. That's right, from your like, phone. Yeah, you know. it was the orgy. Yeah, that episode that was last year. That was uh, that was about a year. We invited or so ago. a bunch of friends to come in, and they all got Way five minutes apiece. Remember when Jack was like, "Can we start the movie now?" Right, little Jack. I can't wait to play that for him when he was like twenty five. And he's yeah. like, "Man, I was a pain." In it the was ass. kind of a fun though because the whole gig was you could come in on our show, and it was like a line here. People, all right, who's next? Who's next? And we just kept it going. You got five minutes. You could say whatever you wanted to say. Yep. You have a pleasant conversation, or just bitch about anything, yeah. or bitch about us. This is your platform. You could you do, get what to do what it, you want. Everyone, you could advertise your business whatever it was that was interesting it was interesting i kind of want to go back and listen to that we could do i want to say one. that was like episode like 35 or something yeah. like that something we, we could do something, something similar again i think it might be kind of fun definitely but speaking of that though monumental things then we'll hang coming it up. up on our 100th yeah. episode how many more what, what are we now we're number, what are we number now we're number I'm one i'm not going to talk about it I don't, no 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 where are we now I don't even i think we're 90 this will be 96 i think so four more and five more weeks and we're coming up on our 100th episode so we gotta we gotta figure that out deal we gotta figure that out we do all right we Paul, you got anything else no i'm gonna drink my drink I think uh, Kevin's going to be happy with this episode. He should be a little, be. It's a little, little bit longer. longer. Yeah. yeah, it's all about all right. you, Kevin. It's all we do it all for you. We do it all for you, Kevin, and for Charlie. Yep. All right, you guys have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bye.